And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way Regrets, I've had a few But then again, too few to mention I did what I had to do Saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course Each careful step Along the byway And more Much more than this I did it My Way Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew When I bit off More than I could chew But through it all
Good morning, ass family, and welcome to not just another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. No, 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 no. This is the sixth anniversary. It was six years ago today in Reno. I started this, and look how far we've come. My goodness gracious. Man, oh man, six years, six long years, six amazing years, six of the best years, the best years of my life. And I have to say thank you. I have a lot of thank yous to say. I'm trying to get them out of the way here early. The first and biggest thank you, even before God, I, I have to say thank you to Braddy Kid. Uh, without Braddy Kid, this show would not exist. This show would not have a reason to go on. The the, the, the show would be perfunct if it weren't for Braddy Kid. I love you, Braddy Kid. You are the best. And uh, here's to many, many more years of you being completely wrong about most things. (laughs) Sorry, I I had to get that in there. Um, uh, We have an email here uh, before I get to other thank yous. Oh, wait, hold on a second here. I'm going live. We're, we're, we're going to go live on, uh, on the, the Facebook. So uh, good morning. Good morning on Facebook. If, if you're not there yet, I'll, I'll let you all catch up. Uh, just to let you know, today is the sixth anniversary of my show, The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. And uh, i just uh, saying some thank yous. The first one goes to uh, the beautiful bratty kid. Uh, who I already thanked on the air. Now I'm thanking here on the video so I don't get yelled at later because it wasn't on video. So there you go. But then we got a listener mail here. It says, uh, hey, Dr. Arnisius, the great states. Um, oh, oh, you, you know what? Hold on a second here. To, to do this right, let, let, let's go ahead and, and just do this the right way, shall we? Uh, when, I, when I do the mail, I do. Oh, what yeah. a beautiful See there? Yeah. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. Right. It's time for go. Mail Call. Do the whole bit. Okay, now what the fuck you do go. you want? Uh, I just wanted to say congrats on six years of podcasting excellence. I was so happy that I was searching what happened to Arnie States and stumbled upon the podcast. For the first few months, I'd listened to you talk about the message boards and was so happy to hear the family atmosphere and really wanted to be a part of it. It took me a while to figure out how to get on the message boards from your website, but once I did, it was welcoming. See, that's the ass family for you. And great to feel a part of the family, even if I comment way too much from time to time. You don't. You do not. Well, with it being over a year since I found the podcast, it's almost like a double anniversary for me. That being said, it's two months until Braddy Kid and my birthday. But did, did she have you write this? Because her birthday is celebration starts for some reason. It's at the end of July, but for some reason starts today. Uh, so I hope you're making big plans for her celebration. 
Keep up the good work, and here's to many more years. That is from Swoosh. Well, thank you, Swoosh. By the way, that email was sponsored by the second uh, biggest thank you going out there. Uh, to my dear friend Jesse over at JS Floors, the best flooring stores in the West. Look, 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 look. look let me, the, the rest, they're, they're terrible. But let me tell you, my friend Jesse doesn't want to kidnap your animals. He doesn't want to traffic the senior citizens. He wants to put in the best floors for you. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. And thank you, Jesse. Without you, look, man. Oof, I, I, you're, you're, you're my longest-running sponsor, and, and I love you, and I think you're fantastic, and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Jazz Floors, go check them out. Fred's watching. Look at that. Now, let, let's get to some good mornings here, shall we? Because we do have a response. If you were listening yesterday, uh, I was told to grow the fuck up over my stance on the national anthem, so... Um, I called out the letter writer, Ethan, and Ethan has written us back. So I'm very excited about that. But uh, let's see. Uh, first one here today. Let's see. Get to the good mornings. First one here. Becca. Oh, look at that. Becca. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Becca. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Oh, the aforementioned. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. Paging Dr. Faggot. No, it's Dr. States. Dr. Faggot! Do- Dr. States, hon, y- y- you know that. We're, we're going to frame it. Come on, now. Uh, v. Coop, V. Coop, uh, wait, which one do I have for V? Oh, I think this one is it. I like to butt fuck fine yeah. ladies. Mm-hmm. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. There's V. Coop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, checking in, Arnie, have you grown the fuck up per Ethan's request? Well, I have not, and uh, we're, we're going to be talking about him very, very soon. Uh, let's see. Uh, hockey player says, good morning, Dr. States. Happy pre-Friday-ass family. Well, happy pre-Friday to you. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn says, congratulations and happy anniversary six years of ass. Well, thank you so much. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. No, it's Chazman. He says, morning-ass family. Happy Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Words of wisdom for today. What do you hear here? Let it stay here. Amen to that. I know that phrase very, very well. Yes, today is Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Very excited about that. David Garva, uh, Garza sorry, uh, says, Good Friday Eve-ass family. Well, good Friday Eve to you as well. Um, look at that. Adam J. He says, six godforsaken years already. Shit, I'm getting old now. Way to go, amigo. It's been a lot of fun. Yes, it has been indeed a lot of fun. Beezy. Oh, my God. I haven't seen Beezy's name on here. Congrats on six years. Beezy and Mrs. Beezy are parents. Man, oh, man. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, Holy crap. Can't believe it's been six years. Where does the time go? Trash Panda's in the house. He says, morning, ass family. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Congratulations, Dr. States. Gitter did, Sanchez family. Good Darren says, good morning, Ass family. Happy birthday to the Ass show and thankful every day for it. It's been a blast since day one. Looking forward to many more shows to come. Christopher, our movie guy. Hey there. Hold on a second. We got to get the right sounds here. Look at that. It says, happy birthday, Ass. We'll get more movie reviews this weekend. How come nobody's watching this? Does nobody watch live videos on Facebook anymore? All right. 
There you go, Christopher. Uh, Gold says, uh, morning, assholes. Happy anniversary, Arnie. Keep it going, bruh. Kyle says, six more years of my life down the drain. Listening since 96. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. Happy six years, Arnie. This show is so much better than anything on the radio, so thank you. I, I appreciate that. I really, really do. It means a lot to me. Um... There you go. Uh, let's see. Fran says, good morning, y'all. Remember, getting paid to poop is one of the best things to learn from this show. It is. Uh, that's awesome. Happy birthday to the ass show. Stackar. He's been here forever. Stackar's an OG, man. Says, good morning, ass. Uh, congrats on six years. Thank you. Big Coop says, we've laughed, we've cried, been locked down, d- debated, celebrated, someone touched kids, but we all had a great six years. Yes, indeed, we did. Oh, holy shit, we got a phone call. I, I, oh, bl- bl- ID, uh, I don't know who it is. Uh, hey, you're on ass. Well, Ooh, it's oh, me, no. Satan Arnie, and happy congratulations no. on what six years you've been doing this. Yes. Well, yeehaw, Snapchat.com, I'm so proud of you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, this is uh, the, the biggest regret of my life. Uh, Satana, uh, many of you might remember her. Uh, why are you calling right now? Well, I'm kind of glad you asked that because you see, I started this new business. Um, I was working, you know, you put me through law school and everything. So I'm on the other side now. I'm helping people get from Kentucky to Tennessee and for a a nominal fee, of course. And they have to transport, uh, my pleasure products with them. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, you're helping people get from Kentucky to Tennessee. That's legal. You you can do that. But but the other part, uh, your your pleasure products are are you selling? Are you selling drugs? Now I wouldn't call them that. I okay. would I would say they're products that deliver uh, uh, ecstasy. Oh. And they, they make you feel like a a heroine. You, you you know like like you're the star of a female gladiator movie. No I I no uh, so. What do you want? Do you want to advertise on the show? Is that why you're calling? Why are? Why in the fuck are you calling? Well, I'm glad you asked that. On you see, ever since we split up, I've been married like nine times, and you're oh. the only one that had a job. Hmm. So uh, what I need is I need some cash. I need money. I need clothes. If I'm gonna play in this game, I need that Lewis Vitton. I need that Sendai. You know the Prada, all that kind of stuff. You know the stuff that the blacks wear. Oh dear God. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't have anything. I, I, I can't send you anything. No. Well, here's my address. Uh, no. Uh, since I got to get going, it's 6660 Horsville Lane, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Okay. Zip code's got a six in there and a four. Well, I don't know. But anyway, I got to go. Snapchat.com. Uh, I'm delayed. I'm delayed, Maria. We got to get over the border. See y'all. Yeehaw. Go balls. Wow. Wow. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that phone call. Um, He's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just a Thank great you. guy. And I am. Really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory mm-hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. You're out, says, good morning, y'all. Well, everyone's dream has come true. I've lost my voice. Happy anniversary. I was there from the very first day. I was trapped in fucking Temple, Texas. Only good thing about that god-awful town was Bucky's. Oh, you have been here since day one. You're out. Oh, you are you are an original gangsta. Uh, Derek says, I would have been watching your live video, except I'm driving, so. I was 27 when you started the show. (laughs) 
Didn't we? Oh, yeah. Damn, I bet you yeah. come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep yeah. the motherfuckers off your Stephanie, ass. Stephanie, there you go. You, you got me good with that one there. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, man, looky here. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, okay yeah. but. All right. Uh, Maid says, good morning, Asne. I started listening to you when I was 11th grade. My mornings have always been great with you in my life. To me, there is three men when it comes to radio. is Rush Limbaugh, Paul Harvey, and Arnie States. Thank you and congrats. Wow, that, that is huge praise. So thank you, Mage. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, Stackar says, I'm getting my first, uh, or my birthday's in July 2, Braddy Kid. For my birthday, I'm getting my first tattoo. Wow. That's awesome. Derek's laughing. Stinkfist says, I really hate that Satan is a Vols fan. Oh, it's the worst. It is the worst. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, I'll continue to say my thank yous, even though I was interrupted by that awful phone call. Um, lots of stuff to get to on the show today. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. He's going to be on here in a little bit. Um, and yesterday, if you were a part of the show, uh, this will be the last part of the video that I film. Uh, if you were... Um, a part of yesterday's show, you heard the letter from Ethan to where uh, he didn't agree with my stance on how bad Jules' national anthem was, how awful it was, how terrible it was, how they shouldn't invite people like that to do the national anthem. And he told me to, quote, grow the fuck up because people should be able to do it however they want, and obviously without criticism. So uh, I challenged him on that. I challenged him to call the show to debate me, which, by the way, did not have the testicular fortitude to do so. So instead, sent me another email. That's right, another email. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. What the fuck do you Oh, man. Hold on. Before we get to this, we got to do this. Um, uh, no, I don't want that one. I want this that sound effect right here. Ogre! Woo! Buenos dias, amigo, he says. Uh, oh, more name calling and, f- calling and fun later. Ethan, I hope you didn't strain your vagina typing. Well, this email says, <clears throat> Arnie. Well, I should have expected such a gutless response and idle threats about what you think about the national anthem. Of course, your dim-witted, know-nothing listeners, dim-witted, wow, that's, that's not one way I would describe my listeners, uh, know-nothing listeners are going to side with you on this, but they are just as wrong as you are. I didn't say anything about not liking her music and not buying it because you think it's bad. That's just stupid. You see what they did there is they changed the argument. Of course, if you don't like the music, you aren't going to buy it. I'm upset that you have the nerve to try to tell people how they can interpret the anthem. Yeah, I, I, I do that. Um... It means different things to different people. I really don't think a lot of black inmates think the song is that important. Now, now, why did why did we have to play the race card? Why was that played there? <laughs> black inmates in the national anthem? Probably not. No, uh, you, you, you know what? You got me there. 
you are just a bully on this. And you are leading nothing but other bullies. I hope the next time they do a big sporting event that they sing the national anthem in Mandarin. Fuck you and your show and your, quote, family. You know who, Ethan. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Mage. Slides off limits to Ching Chongs. We, we, we will not sing the national anthem that way. All right, I'm finishing the video up here. We'll unplug that. I'll continue to talk. Uh, schedule, uh, no, next. Post, uh, never delete. Post it now. There you go. And then we'll just close that out and go boom, 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 boom. Well, uh, where do I start with young Ethan here? Poor young Ethan. He, he I, I, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say young. Uh, poor dumb Ethan here. Do, do you realize that that you've you've brought a you've brought you brought a wiffle ball bat to a machine gun fight? Do, do you realize that? Because let me tell you something. Well, before I get to that, we're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl, good morning, ass family. Happy anniversary show, Doctor States. I missed the new email. I knew it. Anyone named Ethan has a beard, a 150-pound frame, and can't decide what they are, and still wear masks with at Starbucks in one hand and a can of mace in the other. I'll give him the rock. Shut up, bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you want that? Okay, we can do that one. Here we go. Uh, so shut up, bitch. Boom. Uh, the national anthem in Mandarin. I think Dean might already did that. Yeah, I think maybe so. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection. Their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say it is Chinaman way. A ding a ling a ching a chong a ching a chong choo. Uh, Sanchez family says, ass eaters. Stink fist says, Ethan sounds like he's having a heavy flow day. Oh, and good morning, Ethan. We know you're listening. Uh, Ogre says, hey, Ethan, listen to me. One of the dim-witted people on the show. I am quite fond of the Coke commercial with America the Beautiful in multiple language. That being said, I hate when people fuck with the national anthem and makes it theirs. Now what? Poor Ethan wasn't hugged by his parents enough, so he kept hanging out with the candy man in the white van at the park. Yeah, and now he's driving the van. Look here. Look here. You can you 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 have every right, Ethan. I, I'll I'll try to I'll, I'll try to pander and, and talk down to Ethan because Ethan's an idiot. Um, Ethan, he, th- this is the thing. This is what I'm trying to say to you. If an artist wants to do the national anthem and they want to put their own spin on it, they have every right to do so. You're absolutely right about that. There's no Gestapo. I'm not leading a charge of, of, of mercenaries with me to take this person out or throw them in jail on behalf of the government. Not, no, 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 no. Um, they, they can do this. Now, the problem is if they do a bad job with it, if they do it in a way that's really disrespectful to the way the song is supposed to be done, 
then people are going to criticize it. And you see, I criticize things a lot harder than a lot of other people. Why? Because, well, it's my job, it's funny, and I try to make people laugh. You see, Ethan, these are what we call jokes. If you if you don't like that I don't like that, that Jewel fucked up the national anthem, then fucking laugh it off. I mean, I made a bun- bunch of dental jokes about her and, and, and all kinds of shit, and you're getting all wrapped up in this. Ethan, this is bad for your health. Young man, yeah, you need to go get checked out. And, and, and maybe mommy still takes the temperature the old-fashioned way and you're in your mid-30s because I know you live at home. And, yes, I, I'm going to take these random shots at you. Why? Because, well, you came after me, and I'm never going to be the bigger person. I, I You know what? If I were to have a headstone, instead my ass is going to be sprinkled to DKR. Um, but if I were to ever have a headstone, my headstone would be I never was the bigger person. I don't want to be the bigger person. You want to root around up in this fucking brain and figure shit out? You go right ahead. I don't. You know why? Because I can live with it. I can look myself in the mirror and go, I can go to bed at night. I laughed at a retard today. I can still go to sleep tonight. Fuck your feelings, ass at. Go fuck yourself and die. I hope you get AIDS and you die a shitty little bitch. If I see you in the world somewhere, I will catch a case, motherfucker, from your dim-witted Japanese guy. I didn't think y'all would like the words dim-witted. Dad takes his temperature and his virginity. (laughs) Oh, Adam J., I love you. Arnie, 90% of the time, you are the bigger person. Hey, now, now see that right there. That's comic gold. That's good. Uh, Stackar says, Ethan enjoys Joe Biden's speeches. He hangs on every stutter. <laughs> Morning, Brett. I mean, Ethan. Oh, Ethan, you know what I do when I disagree with people on this show? I either make a, re- a reason case or when it's uh, not worth arguing, I ignore comments and shrug and say, God bless America. Maybe you're just contentious or have a need to be right. Not true. Take it from a 50-year-old who ditched Facebook because of all the political yammering. Ethan, you don't like the show? Change the channel. Battleborn, I've been saying that my entire career. Timmy and Nicole. Man, you want to talk about old school listeners. Man, Timmy and Nicole have been there forever. Today is the sixth anniversary of this show. And it, this is this is the power couple on the show. This, this is the first couple of the show, if you will. Man, oh, man. These look, look. I, I'm still working on the stand-up show. Hopefully, it's going to be in Reno. I know Timmy and Nicole will be there. If you've never met Timmy and Nicole, go out of your way to meet them because they are awesome. BZ says, "Timmy and Nicole, how the hell are you guys? Look at that! Another connection, another family connection here on the show." So, uh, are 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 we done with with Ethan for now? I mean, I. I <laughs> Triple T, Triple T in the house. Triple T's been here forever. He says, hello, awesome people. Timmy and Nicole, hopefully I'll be seeing them this weekend. BZ, I'm sure Tim is great. He's great because he's Scottish. He's Scottish and he wears a kilt. And he wears it like a real Scotsman. Oh, man. Uh, Nicole has been bit, stung, or struck by more wildlife than you can imagine. Uh, 
Oh, all right. Now, now let, let look, today's show is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about a lot of things on today's show. I got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming up in the next break. And we got sports and we got other stuff to talk about with Joe. And like I said, I hope he doesn't go on another Michael Richards-esque rant. Um, but I, I am very, very grateful to everybody who has turned this show on, who's given me a chance who's come to my live shows, who's, who's, who's participated. And, and I, I want to say it, the, that's the biggest thank you is the participation on the message board. When I first started the show, I was a radio guy, and we relied on phone calls on our show because I was an old-school radio guy. And I remember I had two phone lines, and, and you still hear them today. Um, mentioned in the the bumpers because I haven't gotten those updated. Um, but I had two phone lines. And I remember doing the first show, and I remember coming into the first show. I didn't have a whole lot planned. I I was I was going from uh, right off the the my the cuff, and I was able to do a three and a half hour show that day, just shooting the shit with people. Wait, you know, welcome them to the show, tell them where I've been, you know, as much as I could tell back then. And I remember it, it was uh, when I talked to the Warbird after that show. Woo! Yes, that one. When this, last yeah. year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to yep. the Rolex wearing this is the Warbird. diamond ring wearing, mm-hmm. kiss stealing, yep. woo, wheeling, dealing, yep. limousine riding, yep. jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Yeah, I know it. And see, see, he gets that sound effect because he actually danced on stage with Prince. So there's no bigger honor than than for me to look at you like Ric Flair. And I remember Brandon, the Warbird. He was like, man, I really enjoyed listening to you. He goes, it seemed like you were kind of lost a few times. Because he'd always, he would always give me great criticism. And he goes, it sounded great. You, you sound fantastic. Just you need to have a plan. And I said, okay. And that's when I started to figure out how to get stories for the show, how to put them together. And, and we started this together. We, we started this clay pot together. Now, granted, we're not hanging at the, the Louvre yet. We're on our way. We're on our way. We're, we're at least through like a high school display by now with this fucking immaculate piece of art. But we've all done it together. When you guys comment on here and keep the show going, that's how I know it's working. Because I had two phone lines and nobody called. But everybody was using this, and I finally looked into it, and it was a consensus, and more radio stations are doing it now. Um, it's a consensus that, that a lot of people rather use the message board because they don't want to waste time calling and being on hold and hopefully not getting their point across. Now, I still accept phone calls. We still got a number to the, the show, and I still will take your calls like I accidentally did with Satana earlier. But... Without you guys here, I, I first of all, I'd be talking to air. And I got to tell you, you people, uh, when I was on another show, I was the quote-unquote redneck dumb guy. Beasy says, we'd love to see you again at a Reno show, Arnie. Well, uh, keep your ears out. Hopefully something very, very soon. 
Um, where was I going with that? Hold on. I, I lost my train of thought because I, I didn't write anything down for this. I just wanted to go off the cuff with the thank yous and the, talking about when the show first started back then. And I tell you what, I want to thank everybody who's ever sat in on an episode of this show. All my co-hosts. I, I know that Tommy's in the Bahamas right now, and I can't wait to find out if he was on that boat where that kid jumped off, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but from Tommy to, to Stephanie to the Warbird, um, some people that worked in TV were on the show. Uh, Olivia DeGenero, she was on the show. Uh, Julian Delgado, who's in San, uh, San Diego now, just killing the sports world. He was on there. Ruby. And I know, I know I'm leaving tons of people off. But uh, it, it's just awesome. It's just awesome to see how this – and we keep growing, and that's the thing. And, and I need you guys to keep – uh, Ogre, you were on the show. Yeah, you you co-hosted the show. That was a fantastic show. Um, and it's been awesome, and we keep growing the show, and I want to. Carlos, oh, yeah, Roscoe, he's been on there. Tommy Bahama, LOL, Tommy Bahama, yeah. Oh, he's going to get shit for that. I bombed giving you an iPhone on the air, LOL. No, you didn't bomb. You were great. Jay, who's back on the air. Hell, I'll even say thanks to Chris Payne. Chris Payne had host, co-hosted a few of these shows back when he was sane. But um, it, it has been so awesome. It has been such an honor. And no, I'm not going anywhere. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. Uh, good morning, Alicia, who's been there since day one, I believe. Going way back, way, way, way back. Sixth anniversary show. Uh, uh, let's let's not forget that Alicia did make me walk 16 miles on my birthday uh, after a stand-up show. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Timmy and Nicole laugh. Oh, my God, is Chris Payne Ethan? Plot twist. <laughs> Could be. I forgot CP was on the show. Yeah, he, he was on the show. And he wouldn't curse. I remember that bothered me so much. I'm like, come on, man. Say something. Say fuck. Say shit. You can do it here. That's what we've, we've dreamt about this as broadcasters. Not even a mile. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had flip-flops on. Mmm. Oh, I forgot about the marathon. Oh, the marathon show. Jesus, the 29-hour broadcast I did by myself. I had a lot of people come in. Um, what happened to the funny hot chick that used to be on? Oh, Cindy? Oh, I, I, Cindy was one of my favorite co-hosts ever. She did a stand-up show a couple months ago, or last May, in, uh, in, in Sacramento. And from everything I understand, absolutely killed. Cameron says, good morning, ass family. Congrats, Arn. Thank you. Um, yeah, the 29-hour the show at the coffee place in downtown Roseville, that was awesome. 
Lisa, she she's been on the show. She's co-hosted the uh, the the private eye. Um, it had to have been at least three miles. Damn right, Tim and Nicole, you remember it. You remember it well. That jaunt through downtown Sacramento, we were dodging gunfire too. That's the one element of the story that I've always left out. There was gunplay going on. I believe we were in the middle of a, a, a Crips and New Age Outlaws fight. That's a, a big gang there in Sacramento. But uh, from the bottom of my heart, well, I'm, I'm going to start the show now because we have to get. I have to get some stories out here, and then we got to get to Joe. But um, from the bottom of my heart, I say thank you. Um, I have a picture of my dad that hangs over and watches every show, and I know he's happy. He's very. I know he listens every day, and you guys are the reason why I do this. So thank you. Just to put in context, my last statement, I forgot to say something. I started listening to Arnie in 11th grade, and I'm 42 years old now. God damn. I am fucking old, dude. Jesus. Thank God I'm alive. Um, I love this and love this show. Best part of my mornings. Well, thank you. All right, let's get things started, shall we? I mean, um... (laughs) And not I like like I said I got I got Joe on today. Today's going to be a fun show. I'm not going to bog you down with the trends and all that kind of stuff. We have fun stuff today, including Al Pacino. The, the it's revealed that that having kids at 60 was exhausting, but now he promises that he's going to do a better job at age 83. Oh, hold on a second. Let me let me let me go get the door real quick. Uh oh, oh. Okay, come on in. No, no, no. Adam J says you're welcome, but we thank you for the endless hours of entertainment. Nah, I thank you. No, no, you don't have to knock anymore. Just, just push. Just, just, just push. Thank God. All right, get all settled. Hoo-ha! Good oh. morning to you. Boy, and I, I believe terrible. some congratulations are being well, doled out Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, no, no, six. no, 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 no. I'm talking about for me. Hoo-ha! Yes, uh, sorry about that, Al, uh, uh, Mr. Pacino. Um, congratulations. How does it feel to know that you're going to be a new dad? Well, you see, uh, I was talking with Clooney better, and uh, Pitt about this, about being a new dad, but I've been a dad before, uh, like four score and seven years ago. I believe, hoo-ha, I was a dad. Yeah, you, yeah you, you've got like three kids. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about them in a second. Um now, now, look here, Mr. Pacino, you, you realize that you're going to be like 100 when this kid graduates from high school. You, you realize that, right? Interesting point you bring that up. I know I was talking to Damon about this, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, I have a dream no, no, uh, that when that. I'm 100, my, my, my baby graduates, and then uh-huh. I star in a new version of The Godfather. Right. Where they cryogenically froze me from the last one, and I come up and I wreak my revenge. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Got a little little southern there at the end, didn't you? Man, oh, man. Uh, You're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be Michael Corleone at like 150 years old. All right. Uh, Well, well, look, look here. One, One more big question here. 
your friend, Mr. De Niro, Robert D., uh, he just had a, a baby a few weeks ago. Was this some sort of, like, competition with you two to see who could have the oldest child? I wouldn't necessarily. I wouldn't call it a, a competition, but okay. uh, Bobby D and I, we, we go way back. I mean, mm-hmm. stupid is as stupid does. No, you didn't He's 70-something having babies. I'm 80-something having babies. Hell, I'll have babies till I'm 400 years old. I mean, really? with all the advances in technology they got going today, I could easily live that long. No, no, you, you couldn't. It, the, the the cryogenic thing, it's not it's not a proven thing yet, Mr. Uh, look, 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 don't don't you already have three kids in this order, Olivia, Julie, and Anton? Did, did, did I get that order right? I don't know if you got them in order. I mean, you're out of order. She's out of order. Hoo-ha! This whole damn place is out of order. Mm, wow. Sir, you, you just have to push. Just push. Push. You, you don't you don't you don't have to knock to leave. Just push. There you go. Uh, yes, uh, Al Pacino is going to have a, 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 another baby uh, very soon. I guess his 29-year-old girlfriend. That's right. A 29-year-old is letting an 83 gr- jump on top of her and do the hoopty doopty. Now come on, I mean, I mean, is is that abandonment or just you know what what had? He's gonna be literally when the kid turns eighteen, graduate from high school. Al's gonna be a hundred and one. He was almost went Nipsey Russell. He almost did. Wow. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. She's twenty six. Oh, whoops, a Daisy. Um, look, I, I just think it's creepy as shit. I mean, come on. Uh, good for him, but that's just gross. I'm in my 40s, and I couldn't even date a girl in her 20s. I mean, look, this, and Al Pacino is kind of a shell of himself. Isn't it weird to see how these old Hollywood guys are all turning into Gary Busey? Look at him. Pacino, he's going the way of Gary Busey. Fucking the coolest guy ever. This guy was so cool you couldn't even imitate him. And that's Jack Nicholson. And look at him now. He looks like Gary Busey. It's like they infect all these old Hollywood people and they go, you're going to go fucking absolutely berserk crazy. Just like the aforementioned Gary Busey. Do I still have that sound effect? I don't have it. Damn it. Is it this one? No. Um, let's see. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, oh, it might be that one. Is it this one? Upon waking up this morning... This came to be in thought. Wake up like the champion you are. 
I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I, 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 I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh at Gary Busey, but I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. It's irresponsible. That's what it is. Yeah, Joe Biden's girlfriend is 26 year olds. <laughs> 26 year olds. So gross. Way to put out more slow sperm kids. You either die a hero or live long enough to become Gary Busey. Jack looks like Gary Busey had plastic surgery in Mexico to look like Gary Busey. I mean, it's so sad. And Al Pacino's like, Al Pacino's the Italian Gary Busey. Giuseppe. (laughs) I am Giuseppe Busey. Oh, yeah, you got a little snort out of me on that one. That, that was pretty good. I, I, and, yes, I do laugh at my own jokes. Once again, all kinds of mental fucking things going on up there, people. Oh, 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 good old Al Pacino. Now, now this next story, let me see. Let, let me do this in the 2023 way that, that, that I should probably do this. Um, warning. This next feature could be trigger worthy. Is, is that way? Is that how you do it? Music sensation and sex goddess Lizzo threatens to quit her singing career. After she was cruelly fat-shamed online, the hitmaker, when you say trigger, make sure you don't say it like Glenn Kuyper would. No, no. See, I, I have to stay away from the Glenn Kuyper. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum. Oh, no, Jesus. And Arthur Bryant's barbecue. Right, yeah. No, I can't do it that. Uh, I'm triggered that Lizzo's being called sexy. The juice hitmaker was left incensed after seeing a mean comment online from author Leah Halpern, which read, How is Lizzo still this fat when she's consistency, consistently moving so much on stage? I wonder what she must be eating. So, so Lizzo is threatening to quit over an online statement. Well, let's see. I'm online. Let's see if I can do the world a favor and get rid of Lizzo. Lizzo is so fat, when I swerved to miss her, my car ran out of gas. Okay, we need one of these after everyone. There you go. Lizzo's so fat, when she wears high heels, she strikes oil. Lizzo's so fat, she has to get group insurance. (laughs) When Lizzo talks to herself, it's a long-distance call. Oh, wait. Where'd it go? Oh, oh, dear Lord. Where where, where did my sound effect go? There we go. Lizzo makes Arnie look skinny. Oh, now, I don't know about that one now. Come on. Truth is, Lizzo is actually a thin woman, but her talent isn't too great, so she put on a fat suit for attention, and it worked. That would be something. When Lizzo, Lizzo's so fat that when she sits around the house, 
She sits around the house. Lizzo's so fat she can't even jump to conclusions. Lizzo's so fat her blood type is ragu. Lizzo is so fat when she was invited to the Super Bowl she brought a spoon. Lizzo, are you, are you quitting the music business yet, or do I need to keep going? Because I could do this all day. Lizzo's so fat when she fell down and broke her leg, gravy poured out. Lizzo's so fat she plays hopscotch like this. Los Angeles, Albuquerque, Dallas. Uh, Lizzo would be so fat her dancers jump up and stay in orbit around her. Lizzo's so fat, I took a picture of her last year, and it's still printing. I'm with Ogre. She's wearing a fat suit. Now, that'd be kind of funny if that was true. She's so fat, she's the reason the poor and hungry kids in Africa. Lizzo's so fat, when God says, let there be light, he had to move her fat ass out of the way. (laughs) And she quit yet. Has she quit yet? Lizzo's so fat when she buys a fur coat, a whole species goes extinct. What? What? There we go. She's so fat, Dora can't explore. Lizzo's so fat, she thought Arnie was Brad Pitt. No, 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 no. You don't get one for that one. I'm going to quit. I'm going to not sing anymore because someone called me fat, and that is not a fat suit. She is a pig. I just logged on the app, and this is the type of shit I see on a daily basis. It's really starting to make me hate the world. Then someone in the comments said, I eat lots of fast food. I literally stopped eating fast food years ago. I try to explain to myself all the time, and I just want to get on this app without seeing my name in some bitch's mouth. I imagine tacos want to go without being in your bitchy mouth. I'm sorry, Ethan. Lizzo so fat, her belly button gets home 15 minutes before she does. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I saw that. I'm like, really? You're you're going to quit? You're going to quit because people call you fat? Then do something about it. Lose the weight. Come on, didn't it? And and you know what? So this is this is the most disingenuous thing about this whole weight loss culture. Look, I am fat. I've always been fat, and I'll be always fat until whatever version of cancer kicks in on me, because I'm gonna have some of it. But you know what you did to yourself by eating all this and by eating all that? Like, like these shows that glorify these 700-pound people. I ain't going to tell the 700-pound people how to live their life. But when a doctor says they can't do the surgery, don't throw a fit because you're too goddamn fat. I, I, I've only watched one. I, I watched one of those, like my 700-pound life or whatever, and it followed this family. And his dad was normal-sized human being. And his son was goddamn supersized. His son was like 680 pounds. And he played video games in his room. 
And the motherfucker would drink like four two liters of do- or soda. I, I don't know what it was, but he'd drink like four two liters for lunch. Now, I drink a lot of Dr. Pepper, but God, I do not drink four liters at lunch. Dad got him like six sandwiches from Wendy's. I can eat one. Six? And that's lunch. And when he when he gets lunch put down in front, when he gets this this the smorgasbord put in front of him on his bed, he looks and goes, Do you figure out what we're having for dinner? For dinner. Then it showed dad having to fucking wash him in in, in the backyard in, in, in a tub they got back there so they can spray him down and they got like a I'm not making this up. Dad had like a scrub brush that he's scrubbing his back with. Lizzo, you're on that road, honey. She's so fat. She makes an ant look like Kate Moss. And that wasn't even on his cheat day, right? Look, if you don't want to be fat, you don't want people to look at you, they don't want to, you don't want people to laugh at you. Change what you're doing. It's easy. It's easy. The change part isn't easy. No, 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 no. I, I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. The change part ain't easy, but it's easy. The, the The fix is very, very easy. You have to change what you're doing. Well, there you go. It's a simple solution. If you've been living a life for I don't know how old Lizzo is. Was she like thirty? In the first 30 years, you turned out looking like this. You've been doing something wrong. So maybe change everything you did. Minus the singing, minus the entertaining because people like you. But do you think people are going to like you when you're thin? Donald says, good morning, ass, and happy anniversary show. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Have you all heard this story about this kid? Oh, wait, wait. Before we get to that, uh, airlines. Airlines, I, I meant to do this right away after that story. The airlines are going to be asking passengers to weigh in before flights. Now, it's only for a survey. It's Air New Zealand. We'll be asking more than 10,000 people traveling internationally between May 29th and July 2nd to weigh in before they travel. Uh, crikey, it's essential to the safe and efficient operations of the aircraft, the Civil Aviation Authority requirements. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait to see this. Oh, coming to an American airport. It might be worthy of just going and watching the fucking security. If they start weighing in people in America, hell yeah, I'm down. That right there is going to be, that's going to be must-see TV right there. She's so fat when her pager goes off, people think she's backing up. Coming soon, Lizzo and Adele on my 600-pound life. Oh, of course. When I say that the name Adele, what comes to mind? Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like no, to be. No, no. Coop says, I went to an autopsy of a fat guy, and under one of his rolls, they found a TV remote. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, oh, my God. Uh, ma'am, I'm going to need you to step on the scale. And, you know, look, look, this isn't me just playing out comedy. Oh, yeah, Ogre, I, I, I am. 
Um, but it was just for the joke. Um, I'm all about the comedy of this, just to see these disgruntled TSA workers. Maybe they're having a bad day, and maybe this customer's giving them a little lip. But when they step on the scale, and it's a big number, you know, like, like this is this is how my heart works, and it, this is how my brain works. I hope that that disgruntled TSA worker takes it out on this poor innocent person who's who's just they they don't like the airport and they're giving them a hard time. And they step on the scale. Good God! You can either have that response as a TSA agent, or or you give out the actual weight. 277 when you don't really have to. Just because you want to shit on that person. And 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 to those TSA agents that are out there, future TSA agents, because this will become a requirement someday in America. Just know I, I applaud you for 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 allowing comedy for the rest of the line. Because I would probably fall down on the floor laughing if if all of a sudden you were to do the good lord Arnie what's the craziest thing you found while at TSA um i mainly found, i didn't find anything too cra- i found a lot of guns the cr- the craziest one was a loaded sawed off shotgun in a guy's garment bag and of course he had the excuse of oh i forgot it was there but I, I know that a, a few people got pets that, that they tried to bring through there and, and all kinds of shit, but nothing too crazy, crazy except the guns. The guy, and, and, and that was really cool. So, yeah, that's about the coolest. They get on the scale, and TSA says, Is that your weight or your phone number? It's like that episode of Cheers where there are two couples with the same name reservation for Melville's upstairs and Coach gets on the phone to clarify and he says loudly, Dave for the blubber butts. <laughs> I love Coach. Oh, man. Oh, God almighty. Now, there's a story, and, and I really hope that Tommy is, he, Tommy is still uh, on his vacation. Oh, by the way, ask family, I want to say a thank you again for something else. Um, a few months ago, I told you the story about a friend of mine who was a big-time mentor to me uh, growing up at the water park, my dear friend Darren. And I asked for good vibes to be sent his way um, as he was diagnosed with all kinds of cancer. He's a firefighter. Um, he's a dad. He's a husband. He's a good man. Um, news came out yesterday that Darren is in full remission, full, absolute remission. <laughs> And I want to say thank you to sending those good vibes to a dear, dear friend of mine. So thank you all very much. Now, Tommy was on vacation right now. He's on a cruise. I hope he's on this cruise. Just because I, I if he's on this cruise, he's coming on this show the first fucking day. Um, an 18-year-old kid who just graduated from high school in Baton Rouge... Louisiana, Cameron Robbins was a star baseball player. His parents took him on this cruise for his graduation. There's footage of him jumping overboard, and he still hasn't been found. 
But there's been an added twist to the story, and I am not. I repeat, I am not making this up. New video. Shows a shadowy figure in the water, swimming toward young Cameron. As he pushes the, the, the life preserver away, they are possibly thinking that this young man jumped in the ocean for some stupid reason. And... <laughs> he got ratchet. Pete Coop says he's shark shit. <laughs> Graduated from Baton Rouge, so he has a solid first grade reading level. If that, maybe, 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 maybe second. Maybe they said he was a good baseball player. Um, nobody knows why he jumped off. Coast Guard Command Center and air crews based in Miami. Search rescue went after him. We offer our sincerest condolences, they said. Um, but they they think possibly a, a shark might have got him. Hoo-wee, boy, you don't sign up for that. But but once again, once again, you usually don't go jumping off. Sh- I, I, I'm just saying, you just usually, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put the young man down. I'm just saying, if you drop off a cruise ship, you're pretty much going to die. That, that's all I got to say. I mean, it, it's like if you comply, you won't die. If you don't jump off a cruise ship, I, I can make you this guarantee, ass family. If I was a travel agent, I would make you this guarantee every single day. If you go on a cruise and you don't, don't jump overboard, a shark can't eat you. What if the boat sinks? Well, then the boat sinks. That's how you died because the boat sank. But see, if you jump overboard, a shark could eat you. But if you don't jump overboard, if you stay on board... Shark cannot eat you. It cannot happen. If it happens, I will give you a full refund. And 6%. Probably jumped in because he had amnesia. Guess he wasn't voted most likely to succeed. No, probably, probably not. Oh, uh, you know, hey. Talking about 820. Yeah, okay. I got to give I got to give Joe about 20 more minutes. Okay. Let let me text Joe back real quick. No problem. Okay. Let's see. Do-do-do. Okay. Uh don't snorkel either. No, don't do any of that kind of crazy stuff. Uh let's see. All right. Uh Well, I got to give him till 10:20. Okay. Uh, painful way to either get drowned, you get eaten by a shark, or you freeze, depending on where you are. I'd rather drown. Everybody says it. Well, drowning or freezing, they say, is kind of euphoric. I don't know who says it. See, this is the thing I don't believe. These people that say, oh, drowning is a very euphoric. No, it's not. No, it's not. there's nothing euphoric about drowning. Let me tell you why. As someone who is a trained swimmer and a trained lifeguard, if I were to die... By drowning, I would feel like such a failure. That would be the most painful way to go. I I don't think that there is not a... a, When it comes to non-natural ways to die, I don't think there's a lot of non-painful ways. I mean, 
you know, immediately, yeah, bullet to the brain, you're dead, okay. But I'm talking like, you know, you get bitten in half, that shit's going to hurt for a second at least. Oh, burning hurts the most, you think? I mean, burns suck. Could you imagine if you did an entire body stub? You know, like, like, <laughs> you know how bad it is when you stub your toe? You know how fucking bad that is? What if you did that to your whole body, a body stub? That could probably kill you. How do they know which is less painful or peaceful? Exactly. It's like people that say, this is my favorite thing. I remember I did this stand-up thing on this. People that say that, that when you die in your dreams, you die in real life. Uh, how do you know? Because if you dreamed about dying and then you died, then how did, they, how did Joe Schmo know that Jim Schmo died because he dreamt about dying? Because Jim Schmo didn't tell his brother Joe Schmo that. Acid bath or eaten by pigs. Oof. Acid bath would be terrible. Uh, my buddy Hutch, who was on recently, says, Congrats on six years, pal. You've worked really hard to get your life back together after those fuckers fucked you over. I'm proud of you, my man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Hutch. That means the world to me, brother. Uh, did you see that lady who got doused with gas and lit on fire? She lived for two years and testified at the trial of her own murder. Crazy case. So much pain. There's another story about that. Uh, hold on here. We, we got this story here. A man is fighting for his life after he was set on fire during an argument with another man at a gas station. <laughs> I have pigs and I got bit by the 400 hog last night and it hurts like a motherfucker. God damn, what? That thing's fucking baking now. 34-year-old was arrested Sunday after pouring gasoline on a man during an argument at a gas station and setting him on fire. Now, now we get, we ask family, you know, I, I, got, I got to walk this all the way out. I have to paint this picture for you. First of all, who's getting into a fight at a gas station? This happened at, uh, in Tampa. After the initial confrontation, uh, police say Earl Hargrove Jr. bought some gasoline from the pump, poured it over the victim before setting him on fire. The sheriff's office did not identify the victim, but said he was taken to the hospital where he's in critical condition. No, sadly, there is no video on this. But, 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 but who's going to stand around long enough? to get gasoline poured on them and then set on fire. Like if I see somebody walking over to me and they got like, and we're at a gas station and they got a gas canister and they're walking in my general direction, I'm walking in the other way. Christopher says, that's bullshit. I went through multi-year stint where I had a, a recurring nightmare where I died over and over. It sucked, but I'm still here. Yeah. Just so you know, Arnie, it's your fault, but now I'm a Dr. Pepper addict. Well, I'll take that one. I'm, I, I appreciate that. So so you got, you, you got dude, Mr. Hargrove, who's walking over to him, probably saying something like, hey, motherfucker. 
uh, I'm fixing to set you on fire. Now, now, when when somebody says I'm fixing to set you on fire, and they they have a canister of uh, of accelerant, <sighs> you know, I, I like to pride myself on this show being an educational program as well. Um, if somebody's walking toward you and they say they're going to set you on fire, and they have the accelerant with them in their hands, please go ahead and take them seriously and run the other way. There you go. There, there you go. I mean, that's just like, you know. Where the hell do we? Is it in openers? Where do I have those sound effects? I thought they were in drops. No, they're not in drops. Slurs? Openers? Newest? Oh, there it is. A reminder. Yeah. Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Um, Arnie is the official former owner of a gas station. I see all kinds of crazy shit. Best thing I ever saw, Stackar. Hand to God. Um, Scab and I were 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 taking it. We're we're doing a promotion somewhere, and I had to get a can of snuff. And we stopped at the Seven Eleven on. And I know it wasn't your Seven Eleven, but this is before I knew you, and you became my official Indian brother. Um, we stopped at the the Seven Eleven on the corner of Madison and Greenback. You know that weird little, little little intersection there. We stopped there, and I went in to get a can of stuff. And as I go in, there's that, and and that location still had a payphone. Kids, a payphone is what we used to have before we had cell phones. You see, we we would take a quarter. That that's uh, money. We, we didn't have smartphone to activate the phone. We had to take coins. You know, the, the, those things your grandpa, he collects? Yeah, yeah. We actually used those for money. So you would take one of that. You'd take that, that quarter and you'd put it in the phone, and then you could call somebody. Well, I noticed that there was a, a homeless fellow out there, and he was destroying the cell phone. So I walk up to the dude, and of course... You know me, I'm kind of a shit disturber. Dude's ringing me up for my can of snuff. I look at him, I go, you know, dude's out there destroying your uh, your phone. He goes, what? And dude, it was like he was the Arabian Superman or Indian Superman, whichever one. Arabian Indian, okay. He flew out there, man, and I'm walking behind him. Like, I mean, like, he gave my change. I'm walking towards the door. He passed me. He walked behind me and through me and passed me. By the time I got to the door, I call him Speedy Gonzalez, but I know it wasn't Gonzalez. And he ran out there and he grabbed that bum and he turned that bum around and he gave him such a shove. I mean, this was a, this was a shove of the ages. This was like a WWE. This is like the shove that was given to Stone Cold Steve Austin by Mike Tyson. Speedy Ganesh, thank you. He shoved this bum, and there was a drop-off there. This bum went flying. 7-Eleven owner just turns, walks back in, says, thank you. Did not say come again, though. He said, thank you. I was, like, waiting for it. (laughs) He left me hanging with the come again. I get back in the truck, man, and Scab's like, holy shit. I go, yeah, I might have started that. 
Speedy Patel, third cousin of Slowpoke Singh. <laughs> uh, remember, Stephanie wasn't born until 2019. Very true. Very true. That's, that's why I have to explain these things. Yeah, but dude poured gasoline on him and started him on fire. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what. You know, you know for a fact that shit gets some straight-up respect in the joint. They're like, yo, man, this brother set a dude on fire. That's patience. That That's methodical. That's evil. You think if you fucked up in line before setting him on fire, you said your luggage? No shit. Uh, don't yell at him uh, if you don't. I, I don't think I'm scared. Uh, speaking of this, uh, wow, Patel's are motels, sings, or stores. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, to the guy in the hospital, I, I, I feel bad for you. I do feel bad for you. But I, I got one thing to say. Get out of the fucking way. Get out of the way. If a guy's walking at you with gasoline saying he's fixing to set you on fire, get out of the way. Don't continue to pump. You 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 run to your door, you start your car, and you drive away. Hopefully you pull off the 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 arm of the gas container and it whips this guy in the leg. Gasoline spills on him, he sets himself on fire. Best scenario there. Please do this in an Indian accent. I call HP support all the time. And the person said, hello, my name is Advil. <laughs> hello, my name is Advil. See, they, that's not right. They give themselves like names like Dirk. Hello, this is Dirk. Oh, I am calling you. You are calling me today in sunny California. Oh, I am hella dope. My cousin is working at call center too. His name is Brock. Brock and I are hella chilling today. It's the only time I'll say that word. It's the only time I'll say it. It's when I'm in that accent and I'm trying to fit in. I am a Southern California boy through and through. Oh, I got hella gnarly road burn from a skateboarding accident. Oh, all right. How long do music do I have? Uh, let's see. I'm just I'm killing time for Joe right now. Let's see, no, not quite enough time. Sometimes I answer scam calls in an Indian accent, and it freaks out the scammer. The, the, the scammers they don't they don't stay on the phone anymore with us. I can't get them now. It pisses me off. Like as soon as I answer, they're like, hang up. Do they have a sixth sense about him? Like, like, well, I know this guy's about to fuck with me hard. Oh, all right. Mm. Now I got so much stuff with Joe. We got to do some new stuff that I didn't even warn him about. That's going to catch him off guard. He's not going to be happy about that. That's okay. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler. 
Um, today's music, just some of my all-time favorites. That's all. I've got a good woman at home Who thinks I do no wrong But sometimes, Lord, she just ain't always Songs about a rambling man Put a cold one in my hand Cause you know I love to hear those guitar sounds Don't you play I'm so lonesome I could cry Cause I'll get all balled up inside And I'll get Why'd you go and leave me 
time for me No more looking I know I've been cooking How's about keeping steady company I'm gonna throw my date book over the fence And find me one for five or ten cents I'll keep it till it's covered with age Cause I'm writing your name down on every page Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Now back to the Arnie State Show Also known as Ass your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Thanks for ready, kids, sending this to me this morning. Uh, Al Pacino. We had him on the show earlier. No cars parked outside, thank God. Al Pacino was convinced that this was not his child. No, news reports are breaking this morning saying, uh-uh, hoo-ha, no sirree, Bob. I had a medical procedure that says I can't do that anymore. Well, he should have went to Maury Povich if he wanted to hear. You are not. Because it is, it is, it is Al Pacino's baby. <laughs> Holy mother of Jesus. Yeah. It, he is the father. But, uh, but yes, uh, any, any, any excuse to get to play the Maury sound effect and, of course, kill a little bit more time for Joe, who we're calling right now. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, I presume. This is he. Uh, did I give you enough time, sir? Yes, you did. Well, the reason, yeah, yeah, you know those inflatable pillows with the hole in the middle that people use when they have, like, hemorrhoids? Yes, yes. The donuts, if you will? Yeah. The donut, yeah. Well, I was at a party at Danny Masterson's house oh, last boy. night. So. Oh, boy. It, it, you're not going to be having those parties for a while. <laughs> not going to be going to any of the 70s show reunion, <laughs> are we? Unless they're going to be behind bars. Uh, good morning, Joe. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Um, I am. I am. I, you know, twice a year, I, I always say, you know, when the when it goes from cold to hot or, or hot to cold, and this, you know, the it goes to the spring from winter, I always have a little allergy, you know, thing mm-hmm. go with me. So, so I deal with that. It's kind of, you know, because we're in the 80s now here in Reno, and I mean, there was ice on the streets you know, uh, two weeks ago, and, and now we're in the 80s, and it, I always I, I always flare up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. the, I don't know what it is, uh, the, the dandelions, I don't know what it is, but I used to have it really bad as a kid, oh my gosh, it was really bad, but it's, uh, it, it just, uh, I can always tell when it's the change of seasons, but uh, how are you doing? I, I, I'm well, Joe, and I, I want to take this opportunity uh, to say thank you. Uh, a, a very, very meaningful thank you to you, Joe, for being such a an integral part of the show. Today is the six-year anniversary of when I started the show, and you've been on now for about two years, maybe a year or so, year and a half, two years. And yeah. I, I yeah. can't imagine 
doing a Thursday show without Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. That is that is the biggest compliment. Like I said, the only bigger compliment is when the Dr. Pepper comes out your nose. Then that's the very true. That's a real compliment because yeah. yeah, but I enjoy the hell out of it. I really do. Um, so uh so we've we've got a lot of stories today. We've got some sports stories. I'll start you off with a story I wasn't prepared. I, I did not send you to prepare with because I didn't know what was going on, but one of the biggest sporting events in America is taking place right now. Do you know what that is? One of the biggest sporting. Okay, give me a second because we know we got the NBA finals. Right, right, right. And let me let me let me give you this twist. Americans do awesome in this event. Americans do awesome in this event. Okay, uh, if it's, it's some kind of international yes. sporting event. Well, I mean, a sporting event. It's on ESPN. Sporting event may be a little loose with the words, but they do broadcast it on ABC and and ESPN. Okay, I'm gonna I'm shooting from the hip here today. I'm gonna first I'm gonna throw out, and you say it's sporting or or not. So it could not it could maybe not be sporting. It might not be I, sporting, but it's a huge event every year. It happens the same time. Are you talking about the spelling bee? Oh, look at that, Joe! Nailed it. Nailed it! The script spelling bee. <laughs> and an American from Texas. Now get this American name. It doesn't get much more American than this. Karini Nandakumar. Now from Austin, Texas. It, that, that's more Austin than Stephen F. Austin. Terranini Nandakumar. Okay. I'm sure she has an uncle in Bombay. If they, <laughs> I don't know. But... but uh, yeah, yeah, I was. It's so funny because I was actually watching it uh, oh, last dear night, Lord. and I'm just amazed. I remember I was telling somebody that's funny because I just last night said I still burn inside because I finished second to Suzette Andrews in the spelling bee when I was in like eighth grade or whatever, and it always, uh, and it always, I always think about that. Uh, Ruffles the dander, But huh? those words are just. I mean, I, what the heck? I what is you know, they had the word, they had the word. Uh, what was it? Um, Oh, gosh, I can't. Claws or something. I don't know, but it was spelled completely different. It meant something completely different. And I was like, I've never heard that word in my life. You know, or, I, so, I, I can't stand this event. This event bothers me because I hate that little rhythm the kids get into. What's the definition of the word, origin of the word? Can the word be used any other way? Are there any other pronunciations? Hey, look, kid, your job is to spell. Tell me what the word spell. means for the fifth time. Yeah. You know, your, your yeah. job is to spell, not to ask questions. Spell the fucking word now. <laughs> I know. At least they have a timer on them, I noticed. So. Yeah, so they got to, you know, you got to wrap it up. But the hardest thing is, you know, is when, when, uh, you know, when Aaron Judge goes 0 for 5 or whatever, I could give two fucks about it, right? I mean, right. He's, a, he's a big boy. He can have it. But when little 12 year old Tabitha starts to cry, it breaks my heart oh. like, that she has to leave the competition. Oh, see, here, here's the thing, man. That's the moment I live for. I live <laughs> for the, the agony of defeat in the spelling bee is. It's one of those, I don't talk about it much because it's so delicious to me, and I know that I'll be judged really badly for it. But when I see smart kids break down, they, there's, a, there's a joy in me. There's such a joy in me. Have you ever seen the Jason Bateman movie, Bad Words? 
No. You need to see this movie. He he has there's a loophole in the spelling bee, and he's a grown man that's competing in the spelling bee. It's a phenomenal movie. Um, but man, oh man, if I could have the balls to do something like that, I'd do it. But I can't spell worth the shit. So yeah, there, there I'm, a, go. I'm a pretty good speller, and it's funny you mentioned you know Jason Bateman. I kind of started watching Ozark a little bit oh, again, and. And and I, I you know I love that series. I just that's my question. I always ask somebody if you had to pick, would you rather be Marty Bird or Walter White? Ooh, man, oh man. Uh, well, see the the end of Ozark with Marty Bird. Did, did they have that car crash? Is that what? Is that was that the end? Did he walk away? I think the only people that lived was his family. You know, uh, the Ruthie. Right. I think. She she oh, got killed. got killed. Everybody, yeah. I think everybody was dead. Uh, dead. I, I couldn't stand the mental health brother when he showed up, but I guess that's what makes it good because when you can't stand somebody, I guess they're doing a good job, right? Yeah. I mean, the movie's good. And that's so I think everybody was gone. And old Marty Bird and, and Wendy were driving down the road with the kids at the end. You know, they're, they, they're the only ones that made it out. Oh, I'd, I'd choose Marty Bird then. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, he lived the. Uh, yeah, Walter. Walter, Walter was great. Walter was um, all right, now moving on uh, from the spelling bee, um, it seems that Denny's, you're a fan of Denny's, it, 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 like breakfast type places, are you a fan of Denny's or an IHOP guy? Okay, well, let's do this. From 1991 to 1999, I completely ran my family's Denny's. Oh, man, look at you. Well, Denny's is bringing back the iconic $9.99 Super Slam. Now, I, I don't know what the Super... Do you remember what the Super Slam is? Oh, I think you got your bacon, your sausage, your eggs, your hash browns. You probably have a biscuit in there, some gravy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just everything that you think about with breakfast, they put on your plate. Okay. Now, are you a breakfast guy or no? Yeah, yeah, I, I love breakfast. I love breakfast. Um, all right, so if you had to now, see, it's unfair because you you manage the family Denny's. Um, if you if you were to have to pick a breakfast place from around America, would you pick Denny's, IHOP, Waffle House, Cracker Barrel? Boy, that's uh, you know I because we don't have a I don't even think we have a Waffle House. You we don't. might have one here. No, you do not have a Waffle House. We don't, yeah. No. Of course, Arnie knows where every restaurant is. You well, know. I, I um, know where Waffle Houses are, and they ain't out there. You know, I I love a Denny's. I mean, I you know, I I I got so you know, I would go make a tuna sandwich sometimes because I eat it so much. That's why, and why I I like my coffee has to be like a milkshake coffee, you know, like a frappuccino or right. something. I can't just drink. I can if I am in there, but I got so burnt out on coffee that, uh, you know, I, I like the, it has to be like a milkshake thing, but I would probably go, yeah, I would probably go uh, with Denny's. I haven't, I haven't been there in a little bit, but, but I love, I love, uh, you know, uh, I love an omelet, but uh, so I, I love eggs with something on them, some mm. cheese. I love biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Love biscuits and gravy. Uh, 
I had some lady in a, a, a bar years ago, and I said, she's like, oh, I mean, that's so bourgeois or something. She said, mm-hmm. she says, I I do bagel locks and bagels or something. Or, and I'm just going, just shut up, you know. I mean, <laughs> give me a big plate of biscuits and gravy. Give me some eggs with something in them. You know, maybe some onions and some cheese. There and, you go. Well, yeah, and then give me some sausage. I don't care if it's the patty or the big. I, my uncle used to make blood sausage. It was the best I've ever tasted, and uh, so I love sausage. I love eggs, and I love biscuits and gravy. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that kind of food. Yep. Yeah. Bre- breakfast is my favorite meal. Uh, I made biscuits and gravy a couple weeks ago. It was phenomenal. I like really thick breakfast gravy, uh, thick sausage gravy on my biscuits. My perfect breakfast, you're going to have a, a biscuit and some gravy in there, a couple eggs, probably just fried. I, I ain't going to make it, you know, fancy and poach them. Um, maybe some bacon. I, bacon's a little tough for me to eat because of my dentures now, so I don't go that route. Have a piece of toast and probably some, some pancakes. That, that's a perfect breakfast right there. That's the only thing I eat. That's the only thing I can't eat is that I'm a, a pancake. I for some reason I just they just I, I never was a pancake then. Now oh, man. you make you make a nice waffle, and I can with some okay. blueberries on it or something. I I'll, I can eat that all day. But I just never been a pancake guy. Well, unless I was playing football, then I pancaked a lot of people. That's my man. There it is. <laughs> um, now I, I now we we have to delve a little bit into your uh, world of uh, depravity. You you know you are an international sex worker. We all know this about know, you, Joe. Yeah. Um, do you remember the name Raven Simone? Do you do you remember her? Do you remember Raven Simone? Yes, I do. Now. Am I getting her right? Was she? Did she do a stint on the Cosby Show? She was. She was there to replace the. She was supposed to be the cute little girl, and her name was Olivia on the show. She was replacing Rudy, who Rudy was the irreplaceable. Rudy was the cutest little girl, and then turned out to be really hot later in life. But Raven <laughs> Simone, not so much. But yes, she started on Cosby, and then she got her own little show. Well, um, I know who she is. Yep. Uh, recently, she's been talking about her dating life, and I do believe that she uh, she she dips her toes in the ladies' pool, if you know what I mean. Um, right. Um, she said, "All of my relationships, when I started dating, I had to get people to sign NDAs." Now, now, Joe, is this is this common in your in your world that like? Yes, I, I do not. You do, do not speak about the unbelievable despicable acts that we're going to do that people will pay for (laughs) don't discuss them in public thank you now now, did you bring those along with you on all your conquests or or was it just standard practice just sign the dotted line before we got naked okay (laughs) (laughs) i can just see you standing there and saying that just sign the thing before i drop my pants lady yeah and then I always tell them too, like I told you, I think I texted you that the first time a girl sees me naked, I let her know I'm non-binary. Don't judge me. Okay. <laughs> I look down. I haven't seen that thing in years. <laughs> um, by the way, I, it, I gotta say, it's a little, to think that you're all that you're Raven Simone that you look real quick. You're not. You you never were Rudy. You'll never be Rudy. And I would I would ask you to sign an NDA saying that that you never touched me and I never touched you, because I ain't gonna tell a fucking soul. 
Right, right. And you're not that big. You're not Tiger Woods, no. okay? So, yeah, it's like, really, I did what, to go to the movies with you? I got to sign a non-disclosure agreement or whatever. I mean. Uh, maybe maybe this term will, this, uh, this is a term that, that she can live by. Uh, Raven Simone, you're what we would call a slump buster. Uh, what's that again? A, a, what? a, a slump buster. Okay, and yeah. uh, definition, please. Uh, a slump buster is the lowest form of human being that you'll sleep with just because you've been <laughs> in a slump for a while. You are a slump buster. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I. I mean, that, yeah, it's like so. I saw something about her. That's obviously what I must have seen was what you're talking about, and it's just like I mean, yeah, I, you're you're. Who are, who are you? You're not that, I mean, I haven't seen you in years. I mean, it's, uh, so, I mean, is that what you're saying? It's like, oh, yeah. really, like, you think you're that big of a star yeah. that we got to sign these agreements just I, to. I don't understand it. I, I like, I, I'm, I'm blown away that she thinks so much of herself that she has NDAs going around saying, uh, if you sleep with me, uh, you cannot tell people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No and when you talk about like child actors uh that you know we watched them grow up i mean um you know one of the best some of the best i think were whether the guys were the kids in uh, uh modern family Not i sure. think they all as they grew up they still would did great i mean they were funny they were cute they were the one girl went from looking like a nine-year-old boy and now she's got dolly parton boobs you know <laughs> and, and we watched that happen in front of us and then the only one that i don't think panned out as well as they want you remember the little girl on family ties oh uh, uh the tina yethers yeah Tina yethers Oof. yeah that girl was ugly. Girl could deliver, deliver a line just like, just like you know, the best actor, or whatever. And then when she grew up, she just, it just, you know, I don't think she grew up as cute as they wanted. Let's say. No, no, no. no. She, she, she was definitely. Uh, she was, she was ugly for TV. Uh, I'll say. I'll <laughs> say. Teeny others was like a fucking. She was like a president's daughter. Yeah, I'm, I'm minus the Bush twins. They were, they were good looking, but every president has ugly kids. Um. Now uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn it in on some sports here. We gotta start with this. Have you seen the video of this high school baseball championship game? In upstate uh, I think New York? I heard something about. It. I I'm shooting them. I'd say I I I wasn't too well prepared today. But but go ahead. I um, I, I think I've heard something about this high school baseball. Uh, I, I I'm sharing the video with the uh, As family on the message board. It's a championship high school game. With runners at second and third, two outs, nobody's at first. And the pitcher delivers strike three, but the catcher drops it. Now, you already know what you're supposed to do, right? Start burning the first. But but as the catcher, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to grab the ball and throw it to first. Okay, well, the video... Yeah, tag him, throw it to first, do something. Well, the catcher... Two and two, two on. The catcher drops the ball up and, and doesn't tag him. Let's the kid run. The, the kid's got the ball. He throws up in the ground. They're celebrating. The, the, the third baseman comes in. The dugout's in. The second baseman is screaming that the runners are scoring. The runner from third scores. The runner from second scores. And it changes the score from five to four. Hornell to... Six to five, five. Pal Mac, 
who win the championship because these idiots didn't throw the kid out at first. What did the catcher do after he died? Well, I mean, he didn't. He doesn't know the rules at any time you third strike. I mean, 99 times out of 100, you're going to be out anyway. You know, how about, I mean, because the guy catches or the guy picks up tags or he throws it first. But what did the catcher do? He just he dropped it and then he just started walking off the field? Yeah, okay, so the ball's in the dirt, but the guy offered at it, so you still got to tag him. He catches it. Uh, he picks it up. He looks like he's going to tag him, but he's pointing at first somehow because maybe he thought he thought he tagged him, but he didn't tag him. There's no tag there. Then he, he puts the ball in his back pocket and goes and hugs the, the pitcher. Third baseman comes in. Second baseman <laughs> is yelling, fucking A, tag this guy, tag these guys. The coaches yeah. are yelling to get oh. off the field, and the umpire is like, yep, dummy, get out of the way. That's the winning run. Uh, That's and, and, and crazy. You know, you know where this stems from? Everybody Bad thinks these, these these terrible videos that are going along showing all this walk-up music for t-ball players. First of all, if you're playing t-ball, you do not have walk-up music. You're playing t-ball. I've, I've seen the little nine-year-old doing the MC Hammer on the way to the plate uh-uh, or whatever. Uh-uh. And by the way, if I'm in coach pitch league and some kid comes out there like that, I'm drilling that son of a bitch. Yeah, I, uh, I was telling someone the other day, you know, that we were talking, explaining the drag bunt to somebody. And I'm like, you know, you're, it's best if you're a left-handed hitter when you're going to do the drag bunt, obviously, mm-hmm. whatever. But when you go to pitch the ball and the guy is in, and he's not waiting for it, you go to pitch and you turn and, and he's already squared up to bunt. Guess where that pitch is going too? Oh, right in the nutsack. <laughs> right in the nutsack. That's it. I mean, you know, you got to be, uh, you got to be, uh, uh, who was the Cardinal that was the great base Bob dealer? Gibbs. Oh, uh, uh, Lou Brock. Lou Brock. But then there was the other one and he got run over by the tarp. Vince Coleman. Vince Coleman. That's this yeah. guy. He gets run over by the tarp machine. Uh, yeah, he was. And base stealing, I, 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 with these new rules, I, I believe we're going to see a huge increase in, in stolen bases, are we, we not? We, we started to see some at the beginning of the season. It slowed down a little bit. Um, but, but this, I mean, you know, we, we can talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that next week about baseball and how the season is progressing. I love how it's progressing because the Rangers are one of the best teams in the league, so I'm a very, very happy man. Now, yeah, yeah, it's always good when you're a team. I had high hopes for my Padres, and they're just, what, playing like 500 ball, I think, right now. Yep, yeah, they, they are. And, 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 look, there's a lot of teams. There, there are some really standout teams, and then there's some mediocre and some really bad teams like the A's and the Royals. Wow, are the – and I'm not just picking on the A's because I know I got A's listeners listening, but the A's are fucking terrible. And, and and the A's are having some – sometimes there's like 1,500 people. Mm-hmm. The Bay Area is the third largest market in the country. It goes, what, uh, I think L.A., New York, or New York's first, L.A. Mm-hmm. second, then the Bay Area. And the, and the A's, uh, worst field in, in, in all of sports. Yeah. And then, and then uh, there's like 1,500 people. That showed they had like the lowest attendance in I don't know how long. Uh, uh, it's just amazing because people have said, "Well, screw you, you're going to Vegas." So, you know, uh, and and they are just horrible. I think what they got twelve wins. I think something like that. I mean, it, it's awful. It, it, it's awful. And and the A's ownership, they deserve all this. 
the fans, they've treated the fans like shit for years in Oakland. And, and yeah. every sport. And now it's finally hitting baseball, and they're going to move to Vegas, and then Oakland's going to be sports teamless. Yeah, it, it, that's really weird to think about, you know, because everybody – I mean, even though they were the Golden State Warriors, you know, they played in Oakland, but then they jumped over the Bay to San Francisco, and of course, and then you know, the, I mean, the Sharks are in San Jose, and 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 the Raiders are down playing twenty one in Vegas and <laughs> running over people, and uh, and then, and then uh, now the uh, A's are going to Bay. You're, you know, you're gonna hey, let's go see uh, Yitzhak, uh, whatever, <laughs> what's yeah. his name, and then walk down the street and saw, see the A's play the Yankees. Yeah, no more. I mean, it, it, it's sad because Oakland was a great fan base for a long time. Um, yeah. Speaking of baseball, are you following this story with the Dodgers right now? Clayton Kershaw says he disagrees with what the Dodgers are doing by allowing a group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at the team's Pride Night, part of their LGBTQ series. Um I've, I've seen this. I've done this story. And here, here's my thing. Um, why, why do we have these nights? Why, why, why are nights like this? Well, because it's the same reason that I'm looking at uh, Good Morning America right now. They're celebrating Prodigy Major, and there's 23 uh, drag queens, 23 men that look like women up on the screen. That it's just I mean we we have to celebrate inclusiveness or in, you know it's just I I don't yeah I don't I don't get it. I mean, you know, it it just it's like when when are we going to celebrate, you know, fat 50-year-old white guys? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Do you, you know what's so funny about that is that the state of New York, the city of New York um recently passed a bill that says making fun of fat people is just as much of a crime as making fun of races and religions. And 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 we had Lizzo come out and say, I'm going to quit singing because somebody called me fat. Well, they wouldn't call you fat if you weren't fucking fat. I know. I Guess what, America? I'm fat. Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, that kid the other day, not to, you know, he, kid the other day, he had a T-shirt on that said there are two genders. Oh, they yeah. sent him home. Um, by the way, there's an update on that. His uh, state Supreme Court in Massachusetts has denied his request to wear that shirt, saying it does not violate his First Amendment. Even though they don't give much of a reason behind it, they say, no, he can't wear that shirt to school. School's out now. But they are totally violating that young man's First Amendment rights. I know. And, I and, know. And, I mean, it, it's, you know what? There's the old, you know, you don't scream fire in a crowded theater. Mm-hmm. You have a freedom of speech, okay, until you, it's going to harm somebody. But that doesn't harm anybody. If I want to say, you know, uh, I, I, I hate going to the movies or something. It's the same as saying, guy, there are only two genders. You, right. you, you know, that's what this country was founded. That's why every day people flock from around the world to come here because it's the only place that so you, 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 once you're born, you have these inalienable rights that you have just because you are an American or you're a human being and, and, and people from around the world flock here because, because here you can come here and the next thing you know, you can own a, a chain of 
of hotels and, and car dealerships. Up. Go to another country. See if you can do that. No, 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 no. You, you can have a, I think in Mexico, you can have a 99-year lease, but you can't own the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, everybody, you know, and that's guys like Trump. That's what, that's why people will, you know, Trump, not the sharpest tool in the shed sometime, but he's like, hey, if you guys are going to stick us in the rear, we're going to stick you in the rear. Yeah. I, I mean, look, look, I, I I don't understand. I don't like these these pride nights at games because the reason we're going to a baseball game, I'm not going to celebrate anybody's diversity. I'm not trying to take away their diversity. I'm not trying to make them not gay, okay? I'm going to watch a baseball game. I want If I'm a Dodger fan, God forbid, um, I'm going to watch my team, and I want to watch my team win. That's why I'm going to the game. If you want to entice me with it being bobblehead night, or or as we went last week, we or two weeks ago, we took a little Roscoe to his first game, and it was Fergie Jenkins' shitty jersey day, and I got a Fergie Jenkins now, now, those are the kind of things I'm okay with. These these pride nights, these fucking, just gotta stop. It, you're you're I, I get why they do it. They're trying to market to a whole different audience of people that never played sports, that never watched sports, that hate sports. But now they're going to get into it because the Dodgers say, we like gay people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now they'll go, whereas all we want to do, me and Arnie want to do is, oh, it's a 2-2 count. That's kind of a pitcher's count. He And uh, let's see, you know, when you're, when you're 0-2, you got a little, you know, we know he's got a little space. He might, he can throw one in, you know, up and away or whatever and get this guy to chase it or whatever, you know, but that's what we're watching. We're watching the game. We know that every pitch, there's something going on. You know, it's not just, it's not just this boring game. We love the game and we love to watch it and we love what's going on. And when you're there, you know, the peanuts, the popcorn, the organ player, all that stuff. That's what we're going for to watch Mm -hmm. our team win. Uh, especially a walk off in the ninth or some. We're not going there, you know, to to because they're going to sprinkle rainbow dust or something. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's oh, crazy. I hear you. Uh, you're out, says Dodger fan here. I don't give a crap about all the hullabaloo. I want to see a baseball game. That is all. And I think guys like Clayton Kershaw come out and he disagrees with this because this sisters of habitual whatever they're making fun of the Catholic Church. And the Catholic Church, look, they're rooted in their beliefs, and you want to change their beliefs, good luck trying. because And, and all this is just poppycock. Yeah. Stop fucking invading. Look, I, I understand, and, and you're out this no shot at you, you're invading man land. You, you, you're really invading man land with all this garbage. We'll allow some gals into man land to, to go to baseball games and football games. As long as you don't ask too many stupid questions, we'll allow you in. But once you start fucking around, you're going to find out. That's that's as simple as it can get right there. Yeah, I mean, it's and it is. It's it's man. Like I like I said, um, you know, um, you, you, I mean, you, you watch there are certain sports, you know, can, a woman can be as good, if not a, a better bowler than a man. But but in the hundred meter dash, 
Never. I don't. I don't think they're going to win. Pretty no. sure they're not going to win. And 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 it's not. Life isn't fair, people. It's not fair. Men, I know, men. We can't have kids. We can't have kids. We we don't. We're not going to get fat and urinate a lot, and our feet are going to get swollen. So we apologize, but life isn't fair. You I, have to do that. That's I, your job. I, you know I, what I, I mean? I, I don't apologize because I don't want to do that. I, you, I, I don't want to do that. Neither do I. And everybody has their job. And I always tell them about the duck every year that showed up at my house. And I would go out there and I would lift up the, the little bush over, and the duck wouldn't move. It's sitting on its eggs. And it'd look at me and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, buddy, take it easy. And I put the thing back over him where he's sitting on his eggs. And I say, now see, see that girl doing her job? She's taking care of those eggs. She's sitting on. She ain't leaving. She's like, where's dad? I don't know. He's out clubbing, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. That's not fair. And and he gets the purple head, and he looks over. Oh, either the beautiful duck or whatever. And she, but, but but the species does not exist. It goes extinct if everybody doesn't do their job. Joe, is this a real duck or is this some kind of crazy? No, it's real. Duck? This is real. I mean, every year, every year, it was about the springtime. It would be, and I, I would go out there, and sure enough, it's just like a friend of mine. These two doves, always every year, they they nest right in the same spot. This duck would be there every year. Are you guys? Would... Are you guys sharing the same pencil shavings and smoking those together? And you see a duck, and he gets a penguin. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what that means. All I know is that every year this sucker showed up and had his had her kids oh, or whatever Jesus. sat on her eggs in the same spot oh, almost God. every year. And I would go out and I would lift up and expose them just to look at the duck, and the duck would look at me like, "Get the fuck out of here," you know. And so I put the. And I'd be like, thank God I'm not a raccoon. I okay, mean, buddy? Jesus, you know, and then I'd put the thing back over and, and let her let her let her sit on her eggs and and, and life moves on. We, we don't peeper. become extinct. You're a damn peeper. That damn duck is trying to like hide its nether region. There's Joe. Hey, what do you got going on down there? What, ah. what are you sitting on there, honey? <laughs> <laughs> Only you like I said, I could be a raccoon. Thank God I'm not a raccoon. Or guess guess whose guess whose kids aren't hatching. <laughs> okay. Uh there is a story out there right now. Uh and, and it's being led by uh Troy Aikman. Troikman's come out and said that he is uh, he is not putting anything in the all broadcast bucket of Tom Brady saying that there is a possibility that if Jimmy Garoppolo fails his uh, requirement his physical after he signed with the Raiders because he just had uh, a foot surgery that Mr. Tom Brady, part owner of the Raiders, might be stepping back in the league. What do you think about that? Okay, so you're not, so one of the minority owners of a team is going to try to be their quarterback? Well, it's not just some minority owner. I mean, it is Tom Brady. It's I, that's not, I know, that's not what I'm saying. It's not I don't Sal think anybody Jenkins. Else, Magic Johnson doesn't play for the Dodgers. He owns half of them or whatever. But, it, so, but I'm saying, but that would be the team. He's saying that if he doesn't work out, hey, I'll step in and play quarterback for the Raiders. That, they, nobody's saying that right now. But, but Troy Aikman's saying, look, he's in great shape. He's got a 
great relationship with Josh McDaniels, the head coach. I mean, they did win a few Super Bowls together. He knows the offense. So what do you think? Okay, so you're saying now I, I got a little confused here, and I know I'm going to sound really stupid. You're you're not talking about Troy Aikman playing again, are no, you? No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, Tom, come on, come on, buddy. Go. You know, you you you've got the largest broadcast contract in history, and you haven't spoken the mic one time. I mean, you're, you're owner of the team. Uh, yeah, I, I think if Tom Brady was to suit up and play football again, I think it would be an ugly year for that kid. Oh, God, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. I think this would be a terrible move on his part. I thought it was a terrible move that he lost his family for that last shitty year in Tampa. I, I, I mean, it, it, really, I mean, you, you got bounced out of the playoffs in the first week against the Cowboys, and you, you lost your family for that. Because you wanted yeah. to play one more year, yeah. I just take the money it's and run. Time to, it's time to go in the backyard and teach your kid how to field a ground ball and to play play t- catch with a football in the backyard with your your kids or whatever. That's what it's time for, Tom. Because you know you you know he's one of those guys that uh, when he writes a check, it's never going to bounce. Right. You know it is never his credit card is never going to be declined. You know he's just and, and it's like what is he forty three something like that? Yeah. Yeah, come on, Tom. You know, I mean, I, I, do you want to go out like that with some 25-year-old stud out of uh, Texas or, or Ohio State that just that, that, that comes in and, and, and you you got to be benched? Are we going to bench Tom Brady? Is that how you want to go out, Tom? Yeah, you got you don't benched want that. because you can't deliver anymore? See, see, the, the, see. Um... I, I like the 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 ultra touristic, the wholesome life that you, that you, pers- you you know you showed for Tom to go in the backyard and but ground ball. Th- this is my view of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in Vegas. He's part owner of the team. Uh, all those things that you said about him not bouncing checks, all true. He's got more money than he ever needs to be. I'm walking down the Las Vegas street, st- the the strip with no pants on. That's how I'm rolling. If I'm Tom Brady, I there is there is not a time of day when I'm not slaying young ass. I'm I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah, he, he oh, I think he's I think he just enrolled in plenty of fish because he's having trouble scoring chicks. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tom Brady Tom Brady just opens the door and there's just a line of women waiting. You, I mean, you know, they talk about like the NBA stuff, they, they would show up at the hotel and there's already women got their hotel key already in there for them. Hey, make sure, you know, they're just way, I mean, you know, I, I, like I said, I couldn't score in a whorehouse with a fistful of hundreds. Right. And these guys can just, you know, yeah, they're just, I mean, so, uh, you know, but, but, you know, it, it, when you're a celebrity like that, what stinks is you can't screw up. You can't, you know, we've all done something that, ooh, I really don't want to tell anybody mm-hmm. about that. Or whatever. But when you and when you get in that spotlight, you have to say, hey, I know that's not fair, but 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 you know, you're you're you got you're under the microscope, you're in the fishbowl, and and it sucks that you can't just be a normal person and mm-hmm. and, and screw Whoa. up once in a while. But that's the price you pay. Oh, I you know? look, look, I'm not a normal person. Look, I'm not, I'm going to tell you, the house would be this: if Brad Pitt moved in with Tom Brady. They could they could populate the moon. 
They could literally <laughs> populate the moon. I mean, with so much ass coming to you, they, they could they could have a threesome with the Olsen twins. I, I guarantee I, you, uh, one of those guys could have a threesome with the Olsen twins. Yeah, why do you think they have the old uh, one of the Olsen twins in a couple of rap songs? You know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it reminds me of a story here. And there was a lady up in the North Valleys here, whatever, that had so many rabbits. She had like 250 rabbits. And she finally called somebody. This is a true story. She finally was like, I, I can't, you know, it's like the cat lady that takes in every cat. But this lady had like 250 rabbits or whatever. And they were like, okay. So they came and, and there's a like a sanctuary or whatever uh, down in Washoe Valley down south you got to take the freeway down it takes a few minutes whatever so they went and got the 250 rabbits and when they showed up in the sanctuary there was like 278 rabbits <laughs> I'm not kidding oh yeah oh I can imagine they, they, they grew by, you know, they had more rabbits when just driving down the road. There was more rabbits when they showed up than when they left. And it's like, it's like, that's a lot of tail, you know. Oh, and hey Brad, now, Brad there it was. There we go. Condo, uh, that's just what's better party than the Danny Masterson one I went to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last story here. Uh, this shouldn't shock anybody, but it is a kind of shocking number. Um, since 2014. Do you know what the the fastest growing retail store in America is, Joe? Since wow, that's a great question. I love stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twenty fourteen, the fastest growing retail store, I'm gonna say, is oh boy, because Bed Bath and Beyond's closing, so that right, out right, them. Right, right, um, right. Um, I don't think Target's doing too hot. No. Uh, yeah, um, boy. Oh boy, if I gotta guess, gas is growing. Retail store, maybe uh, head shops. I don't know. No, no, it's actually the Dollar General. The Dollar a Quarter General. Yeah, well, <laughs> they they still call it Dollar General. Opening about a thousand stores a year. Now that's not the big news here. The big news is that since 2014. More than 172 people have been injured and 49 people have been killed inside of a Dollar General. Yeah, I mean, well, is, everybody, is everybody trying to get that last uh, four-pack of Excedrin? I mean... <laughs> 2020 what, what's going on? Why, why are these people... Why are people dying in the Dollar General store? Uh, I don't... I don't well, the, 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 this is part of it. In 2020, six store employees died during armed robberies between 2016 and 2020. Now, what kind of shitty fucking robber are you that you're robbing the Dollar General? I know they got a lot of cash, but it's dollars. They got a lot of ones. I know that. So does uh, Destiny the Stripper. But they got a lot of ones. But why don't you go to the store that's got a lot of Benjamin Franklin's in it? Yeah, go to the $5 store. Go to the Lincoln store. Yeah. I, I always tell this guy in town, it says uh, it's called Dollar or More. And I told him, I said, you know, Dollar or More, that's every fucking store. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ, me, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, dollar or more. Well, no shit. Dollar General's position in poor communities, they put their stores in poor communities, especially in the South, where they like to say gun laws and worker protection are lax. 
Yeah, and, and you now like you see these people they go into Home Depot, they just load up a thing, walk right out, and and there's stores like uh that are closing in areas like Oakland stuff, not because they're you know, but because they can't handle it anymore. These flash mob or whatever, these mob robberies or whatever yeah. and they, they just they, they, they can't they close their store because it's just every day there's somebody just walking in and walking out with piles of crap, you know, and and it's just so they're like, no, we're good, we're out because uh, because it, and it, this it, it there's organized. I mean, there's uh, it, they think the drug trade is even connected with some of these robberies. There, I mean, oh, there's sure. there's four or five carts just wheeling them right out the door. I mean, you know, but no, let's go rob the Dollar General store. You know, I mean, how stupid is that? See, here's is here's a robber. I can save downtown San Francisco. This is how we do it. We get rid of the big stores like Neiman Marcus and and, and, and those big stores, the, the the old Navy store, and we replace them with nothing but Dollar Tree, Dollar General, everything's a dollar, the five bucks or more store. You put in crap down there and the people won't come and loot your stores. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, there'll always be the Oh, you know, the, the, the race car thing will come out because why don't we have a whatever? Why don't we have this store that they have over there? Because the one over there, people pay when they leave. That's why, you know, it's, it's I mean, it's just like, uh, uh, you know, like the liquor store. Oh, all there is is liquor stores here. I know because you buy a lot of fucking old Englishes. That's why. <laughs> Carmony. Go where the bunny's at. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, hey, man, I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. You Do you have anything else that you'd like to add? No, I just, uh, happy sixth anniversary. I'm really proud of you. I love it. I love doing the show. And uh, like I said, I, I kind of, uh, you know, I kind of was, I took a, I took one of those Benadryls or whatever last night and it mm-hmm. still hasn't got out of me, you know, like uh, just to, so I wouldn't sniffle and, and, and scratch my eyes all night. But uh, other than that, I, you know, I, I, Hey, the glass is always half full with me, not half empty. So I, I love you, buddy. And I appreciate it. All right, pal. You have a great week and we will talk to you next week. All right, man. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Always, you can hook me up on Mixler.
dedicate one to the ladies. Now, summertime, sip, babe, need something to keep you cool. Ah, now, summertime, sip, babe, need something to keep you cool. Better look out now, though. Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh, my, my, I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. See, now all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on a second, baby. I got put my banana Dixie cups. All flavors and push-ups, too. I'm your ice cream man, baby. Stop me when I'm passing by. See, now all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on one more. Well, I'm usually passing by just about 11 o'clock. <laughs> I never stop. I'm usually passing by just around 11 o'clock. And if you let me cool you one time, you'll be my regular stop. All right, boys. Now put my banana pixie cups on flavors and push up to under ice cream. say it any better uh if you've missed the first two hours and 27 minutes of our anniversary show wow huge fan you are it's okay you can go to arnie radio you can download it later all you gotta do is join 2.99 a month real easy 
Click, click, boom, you're all set, and you can listen to all six years' worth of shows. Thousands. I, I, I think it's probably somewhere around 1,300 shows probably up there. Some, some, some crazy number like that. Some crazy, crazy number like that. Um, uh, as we continue our last segment of today's show, we will be doing a show tomorrow. It's Friday, uh, of course, so we'll have all kinds of stuff for you then. Um, this is a story. This is one of the reasons why. I say I love America, but I hate our country. And, and it's mainly, it's mainly the people. I really, really hate the people of this country. The other day, for in, instance, uh, when, when I was doing the show, uh, I believe this was a, a Monday, maybe, maybe Tuesday, I'm not sure. It, it was Tuesday. And I noticed somebody, because where, where I have my studio, it's right in the front of the house, right next to the door. So if a crazed gunman were to come early in the morning, they could get me and not get anybody else. So it's perfect that way. And I see somebody walk up to the door, and I think it's a delivery or something like that. So I'm like, I, I'm just hoping that the person doesn't ring the doorbell. Well, I don't know what they did, if they rang the doorbell or not. Dogs were barking, dogs were barking, and I thought somebody was going to get the door, but nobody ended up getting the door, so I had to get the door. People were in other parts of the house, didn't know what was going on, only heard me talking about it. So I go up there, and it's this lady who's got all kinds of makeup on, so much makeup that she stinks. And she's telling me the reason why they haven't picked up our grass that's been parked in front of the house is because we put it in the wrong bags. Now, they picked up these bags before, but if this is a new thing, this is why we hate America is because you have to have certain bags to get your shit picked up. Well, it continues with the assholes at Starbucks. The chain is switching from large ice cubes to nuggets or pebble ice, and customers are saying it's going to dilute the coffee. Is this just a way for you to save money because you're going to dilute the coffee? It's, it, it, they, they equate it to sonic ice, the really small, the good chewable ice, you know, the ice that people love. But those coffee lovers are going to social media to say, uh, star- oh, wait, here we go. Here, here's a moron. It's not what you might think. Coffee chain is switching it up from their classic cubed ice, picture it here, to nugget ice. People are up in arms about this. It all started when an alleged Starbucks employee posted this photo to Reddit. In the thread, you can obviously see that they say that this is one of three stores testing out this new ice for their drinks. Why are people upset? People are essentially saying that nugget ice is smaller and a little bit denser, similar to the ice at Sonic. Users are saying that this ice is just not meant for these types of recipes for iced coffee at Starbucks. Hey, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm done real quick. I, I, I'm done. Uh, it's the same volume of ice, idiots, yes. Uh, Alicia says, oh, for fuck's sake, Ethiopia and Somalia have already set up a GoFundMe page to help all the victims of small, small, Starbucks small ice. What dipshits? The Sonic-style ice is way better. Well, first of all, it's way better. And secondly, coffee is meant to be drank hot. You are the assholes that started putting ice in coffee. 
first and foremost, I am not a fan of coffee. I don't like it. I never have, and I probably never will. Do you know why? Dr. Pepper is better. The end. But if you're one of these people that needs to have your coffee in the morning, more power to you. Hey, more coffee for you. Enjoy it. I've never sat down and said, mmm, boy, I'm looking forward to a nice hot cup of coffee. First of all, I think hot beverages are the devil. But secondly, coffee is not meant to have ice in it. You rambling dickheads. I swear to God. First of all, you ruined it by putting ice in there. A coffee, look, look. A coffee aficionado would not allow you to put ice in coffee. I'm just going to tell you that right now. My granddad drank sweet iced coffee. There you go. But but I'm just, but he didn't complain. That's what he liked. These people like it, and now they're complaining because the ice is too icy. That's right. The ice is too icy. This is not the proper sort of ice to conduce uh, these drinks. How do you know? Is your name Sheldon Cooper? Are you a doctor of ice? Who is the doctor? Are you Arnold Schwarzenegger from the shittiest Batman movie? Dr. Freeze. Less chunky frappuccinos. There you go. I'm all in favor of that. What, what, what? The ice is too icy. Damn, that fire is too hot. Oh, Sanchez, this is beyond a first world problem. This is the first world of the first world. Once again, I'm not a coffee drinker. I never have been. Here's the thing I don't understand. Now, I, I guess that, that look, look, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to argue with you because I, I do not have a palate for it. But I guess coffees taste different. They all they all tasted the same to me. They tasted hot and like the heel of a shoe. That's the way coffee always tasted to me. Now, now look here. Coffee can smell okay. Coffee doesn't smell too bad, but I, I like that I like the smell of like fresh baked cake better. F- fresh baked bread. That's a way better smell than coffee. Is this dog shit? The ice cream's too cold. Yeah, he actually said that once on the air. He said, oh, their ice cream's too cold. I I don't know what that... I, I can't process that. Ice is the best in one of two forms, either the American style or Sonic style or maybe Mexican style tube-shaped ice. Everything else is wrong. I like the Sonic ice. Uh, they have it at Whataburger, too. Um, it, it's, it, it's ice. That That's all I got to say. It's ice. Chick-fil-A has that kind of ice too. It, it, it's ice people. <laughs> like monkey shit coffee. Yuck. Yeah. There, there is actually, you know, there are, there, it's not monkeys. They're cats. They're, they're tree cats that, that eat the uh, coffee beans and then they poop them out. And then they gather the beans, uh, Hokie Lawa. Something like that, that, the real expensive coffee. 
and you're pretty much drinking cat shit. That's right, tree cat shit. Enjoy that. I, I don't care that there's a rumor that there's there's prunes in Dr. Pepper. Keep feeding it to me. It tastes yummy. <laughs> the ice is too icy. I swear to God. I, I just want to go into a Starbucks and start just beating people up. Oh, you have the new ice? Well, I guess I'll have a hot coffee then. That's another thing I don't get, man. Here's here, here's something I don't get. Maybe y'all can tell me because coffee is so good and delicious. Um, I live in Texas now, and I've driven by Starbucks in the summertime, and there are lines. Why y'all drinking hot coffee when it's 110 degrees outside? Uh-uh. Questionnaire for these people. Question one, does the ice keep the coffee cold? End of questionnaire. Now get a fucking life. Thanks for being a Starbucks customer. See you again real soon. Well, hey, competitors of Starbucks, you know, all those other companies out there, Pete's Coffee, uh, 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 what, what, what's the one, that, uh, Dutch Brothers, the one that everybody loves more than that, here's your chance to surpass them. Go back to regular ice. You'll get all the Starbucks people. It'll be called Ice Gate of 2023. Good Lord. I swear. Now, this next story is very, 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 I, I, when I say very, very interesting, I mean very, very interesting. Hold on, let's see. Uh, we've got it. Yes, we do have it. Here we go. Bye-bye, Jesus. No, not that one. That one's terrible. Oh, God, I hate that one. Do I have the Jizzlene song anymore, or do I just have the second one? The second one I did was not very good. Is that it? Did I just play that one? Oh, yeah, I did a bad job. Never mind. No no Ghislaine music. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand woman, who's been in prison because she trafficked young girls, girls that were underage, to absolutely positively no one. Even though we found out this week that Mr. Epstein had meetings with Chris Rock and David Blaine, along with other people, well, Maxine uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is living in constant fear of a brutal revenge prison beatdown by two violent Cuban inmates who were thrown in solitary confinement for 47 days after she ratted them out for trying to extort her. Um... So you can tell people's names. So, 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 so I want you to think about this. Ghislaine Maxwell is more afraid of two violent Cuban women than she, she, she's, or, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, less, less afraid of two violent Cuban women in prison where they can get to her than people associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Because I'll tell you this right now. This would be the moment as a prosecutor I would be waiting for. Oh, you're worried that these prison ladies are going to 
hurt you, maybe kill you, maybe have them lick your vagina or have them have you lick her, their vaginas, which are gross. Um, well, I tell you what we'll do, Gisling. We'll give you protective custody. And once you get out, we'll 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 give you the the ultra. We'll give you witness protection. All you gotta do is start naming names. That's all you gotta do. You name names, these Cuban gals go away. It's as simple as that. If she doesn't name names, then the Cuban gals get her, and we don't have to worry about paying for her anymore because she's not going to give up any names anyway. She needs to have a chat with the warden at Shawshank with the guard captain in the shadow with a rifle. No shit. Hey, Jasleine, it's time to start naming some names. You're going to be looking at fucking what you thought was Fidel Castro's beard, but that's some gal's vagina. I just, uh, th- this this breaking story that we had, what was it, yesterday, about the, all these, or two days ago, about all these names that were in his uh, appointment book, and he had meetings with them, Woody Allen, uh, Peter Thiel, um, big-time investment bankers, all these people. Somebody is going to talk. Somebody's going to talk, and then they'll probably be off. That's what they're afraid of. I'm just telling you, it's fixing to happen. It's fixing to happen. I, I don't know what happens first if 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 the Epstein thing. You know what? Maybe the Epstein thing breaks before the Hunter Biden thing, and it breaks because they don't want it, the Hunter Biden thing to break. Because when the Hunter Biden thing breaks, that means Daddy brought down too. And who's in charge of, of these prisons? Who's in charge of all that kind of stuff? That's right, the government. Who's in charge of the government? Well, unfortunately, it's Joe Biden at this time. Anything to keep quiet about Hunter. Anything. I, I still haven't gotten an update from Arkansas to where that judge is going to make him pay or they're going to put him in jail for not paying his, his child support to the mother London, who spells it with a U because she's a moron. Haven't heard anything about that. I'm surprised. That, is the judge dead? Did he Did he die accidentally? What, craziness? Randomness? This is the last hour, and, and I try to keep it light. I try to keep it fun. But aren't you guys tired uh, of knowing that you're being lied to? Aren't you tired of it? The fact of the matter is that Hunter Biden is a piece of shit, and he did a lot of bad things when his daddy was vice president, and his daddy knew about it. The end. Those things are treasonous, and we should have this wrapped up by now. If his last name would have been Trump, Hunter Biden would be in jail. If his name was Hunter Trump, he would be in a penitentiary now, and so would his father. Hunter's lawyer is going to claim a violation of the Second Amendment if Hunter gets charged with the illegal weapons purchase. How can he how can he claim a violation of the Second Amendment? He lied on a federal form. It's the same thing that's happening to uh, Prince Harry right now. 
Prince Harry, they're looking at his immigration status to this country, which he lied about. He said, no, he was not a drug taker. He did not take drugs. He wasn't a druggie at all. And in his memoir, Spare, talks about his days where he was rolling doobies and taking magic mushrooms all the time. A frequent drug user. You can lie on these forms. They'll claim the form is illegal. Yeah, the same form that every American who wants to own a gun has. By the way, I, I, I hope you're right, V. Coop, because that will be right in the face of the Democrats when it comes to gun control. Oh, that's illegal. They shouldn't have to sign a piece of paper like that. Hey, okay, well, we shouldn't have to wait seven days either. How far, here's the question. How far do the powers that be, and they're not, they're, they're not the Bidens. The Bidens are not the team that's running this country. The powers that be, we'll just call them the powers that be. How long do the powers that be continue this charade with the Bidens? been found out that he had the same illegal kind of documents that I guess Donald Trump had at his home, but Donald Trump could have them because he was a president. That's a whole different thing. Not the vice president. And by the way, when Donald Trump had his, he had them stored as uh, as protocol says to store them in a, in a book, uh, in a room that can't get outside signals and things like that. That's where they were stored at Trump's. At Joe Biden's, they were stored in a garage next to his Corvette. And you could see them once as a picture of Hunter pulling out of the garage. You can see the boxes of documents. How much longer, what more do they put up with? I mean, the the man isn't coherent. He's not going to bait other... all right, here, here you go. Here's my question of the day for you, ass family. I like to do this here. Got the Jeopardy music ready. Does Joe Biden really, does he run in 2024? Is, oh, here's the question. Is Joe Biden the Democratic nominee for president in 2024? says, of course, he runs in 24. Well, well, will he be the candidate? Because he's got to get nominated by the Democratic National Committee. And I, I know it sounds easy that he's the incumbent and he's in, in place. But you got a lot of Democrats who are throwing their name in there. And does he stand a chance? He's a brand name now and therefore a safe, controllable pick. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they've learned their lesson, and no, he won't. Probably, but I can't understand why. I can't see another Democrat who would get more votes. 
I can agree with that, Ogre. I, I, I can see that. A lot of people like, was it RFK Jr.? Bobby Kennedy Jr., I, I, I'm not sold on him. Um, he's at least an old-school liberal. At least he's not a progressive. He was an anti-vaxxer, things like that. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see what happens. Because I, I, I agree with Ogre on the fact that I don't think any Democrat's going to get more votes than Joe Biden. But I don't think Joe Biden's going to get more votes than any Republican. I think there are a couple of Republicans out there that can beat him. One, very much so. The other one, we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, she's suffering right now in prison. Oh, the the humanity. Uh, You heard Joe mention a couple times Danny Masterson. You remember him? He was Hyde on that 70s show. Rooster on that show, The Ranch. Well, Yesterday in Los Angeles, he was found guilty by a jury on two of three rape counts. He received the guilty verdict Wednesday in downtown L.A. His sentencing hearing will be August 4th. I'm sure that they're going to appeal this. Um, We'll see what happens, but this is why he was never on the ranch again and why he'll never act again. This doesn't look good for him, but we'll see. They replace him with Newsom over health issues. Okay, Bobby's an anti-vaxxer because he sustained a vaccine injury. That's why his voice sounds the way it does. Um, I have to tell you about a rumor that I heard. This is just a rumor. Because I know that there are a lot of anti-vax people on this show. And I'm not, you know where I stand on it. And if you don't, go back and listen to the old shows. I don't care. If you want to get the vaccine, get it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. I don't care. There is a rumor that Jamie Foxx got a blood clot after getting a, um, a a booster, a vaccine booster, and he did not want to get it, but the movie studio forced him to get it to be able to work. That's just the rumor that's out there right now, and he's in a he's in a a clinic in Chicago trying to rehab. It's known for strokes and. All kinds of like traumatic brain injuries and things like that. So we'll see what happens. Now, I can see him not saying that it was a vaccine thing because the studios made him get it and now he pretty much owns the studio. If he makes it out. Jamie Foxx will be Jamie Fox will be the head of a studio in the next five years. Um, let's see. Surprise, surprise. Movie studio needs to pay out their asses, poor guy. Heard the jabs are causing clots in a lot of people. Yeah, that yeah. If I was in that courtroom when the verdict was announced, I would have jumped up and say, burn. <laughs> like they did on that 70s show. That's fantastic. 
Yep, Danny Masterson going to the going to the big house. Going to the big house. Probably going to get cornholed a couple times, Danny. Just to let you know. Now, see, I don't know why they do this to me. I don't know why the world does this to me. Because you know women, I'm on your side, right? You, you know I define what a woman is. Uh, all these guys who are cosplaying women, womanhood, it's disgusting. It's wrong. They don't know what it takes to be a woman. Y'all women know what it takes to be a woman. And I'm always on your side. Except for this shit. A lot of people love this show. I I liked it. I'm not not a diehard fan, but I did name it as one of my five best series finales. Um, The Office. The the TV show that gave us John Krasinski. um, What's his name? Steve Carell. Rain, Rain Wilson. Gave us a lot of great people, great characters. Great show. Now, this is being developed in Australia first, and if it fucking goes big, then get ready. Even Xenu can't save Danny now. Let's hope the beginning of the end for Scientology. Prime Video Australia is developing a new series based on the ever-popular show The Office. And it will be a female-led project. Stand-up comic Felicity Ward will star as the boss in the remake. Hannah Howard, she'll be awkwardly leading her branch of packing company, Finley Craddock. Can we just stop? Stop with the the remake. Stop with, oh, okay, we're going to put women in here. Did you not learn from the girl Ghostbuster movie? Did, did, did you not get that? So it will be stricken with flop psoriasis. I know it's familiar. Have a great Thursday. You too, Ogre. Come on. I can't wait until there's a, there's a new series of Fast and Furious movies and they're all girls. I know that Michelle Rodriguez and some gals have been in those movies, but now they're going to be gal power. Just like that wonderful remake uh, or, or, or new project, Ocean's 8, with Sandra Bullock. See, if I was a gal, I'd be pissed off. Like, why can't y'all come up with new ideas for us? Why, why can't uh, the, the movie Bad Moms? Great movie. Funny movie. Shouldn't say great, but it was a funny movie. Uh, original concept. And it starred, that's right, you guessed it, women. Stop poaching. And by the way, studios, stop with the bullshit inclusion. My God. Y- you want to know about a show? I watched the show this year. 
And Vince Gilligan, uh, the guy who created Breaking Bad, he always puts somebody in uh, the like like the son of Walter White Finn had cerebral palsy and put him in the show. And the kid was a good actor. He was, he was, I, I thought he was fantastic. They had a new show come out this year called Un- or Lucky Hank, starring Bob Odenkirk, the guy who played Saul Goodman. And that show was a very, very pretentious, highbrow show that really wasn't that funny. And they got some gal who's all crippled up in a wheelchair starring in that. And she isn't even that good of an actress, but she's there because of inclusion. Can we just stop with the, the, the inclusion's dumb. You know, see, this is like when you were put on a team just so so we would shut up or we put on in a group because nobody else picked us and somebody felt bad for us. That's what this is. We knew it growing up. Gen Xers knew this shit growing up. If you ain't going to be good at something, you're going to be the last pick. And if both teams are fine, you're like, oh, you can have him too. So now you're outnumbered, but you're outnumbered because you got shitbag Stan on your team. You know shitbag Stan ain't going to beat you at all. You can throw the ball to shitbag Stan all day long, and he ain't going to catch it. So instead of picking shitbag Stan, you say, hey, shitbag Stan, you can be the referee, or you can go the fuck home because you ain't no good. But then you get the mobs over there. Oh, no, you got to let shitbag Stan play. You remember that bullshit? There was a rule that I hated growing up as a kid. Uh, they could call it the lost and the PMSs. <laughs> um, I remember playing for the YMCA that every kid had to play in the game. And I remember even as a little kid, I was like, why does every kid got to play? Those other kids, some of those other kids suck. Now, I did say that in second grade to my father, and my father's like, you can't say that. Don't say that. He's laughing. He goes, you're right, but everybody gets to play. You're learning how to play the game. To this day, I hated that rule where everybody gets to play. Uh Uh-uh. I don't want that kid who's over there fucking eating ants and and licking glue off his fucking fingers. I don't want that kid in the game because he's going to make us lose. Hated those kids. We had a kid on my good baseball team growing up that slid into first base. Leg first. And he was out by 600 feet, which is hard to do when the bases are only 45 feet away. He slid into first base, and that was back in the days when the the bases weren't like these big fucking solid things that you put into a spike. You had this old plastic-type, maybe leather cover over this bag. It was a bag, and it had, like, a pillow in there or something. And you would have to use a hammer and, a like, a, a tent spike, and you would hammer it into the ground. Well, this, this thing wasn't hammered in enough. Kid slid into it, ripped his knee completely apart. It was fantastic. It was awesome. I got to see it firsthand. I remember looking at it, and there's blood everywhere, and there's blood shooting out of his leg, and he's crying. And I was so happy. Do you want to know why I was happy? Because that kid sucked on our team. His name was Sean, and I remember it was Sean because he spelled it S-E-A-N, and I didn't understand that even back then. 
I was like, I don't know how that gets Sean, but his name is Sean. Slid into first base, ripped up his knee, had to miss the rest of the season, which I was happy about because he never got to play again, which means balls were not dropped in the outfield. God, I'm going to be so bad when Roscoe starts playing. You don't even know. I'll probably call a kid a shitbag. Right, look, look, ass family. By the time Roscoe's playing, this show's going to be worldwide and be a megastar again. So when you see me on TMZ and, and you see me at, at a Little League game, I'm warning you right now on June 1st of 2023. I, 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 and contractually, I'm only going to play I'm, I'm only going to play you one. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be on there because I'm going to call a kid like a shitbag because he sucks. If the kid costs us a game, I'm going to be that guy. Remember what's going to be on my headstone if I had one. I've never been the bigger person. Still won't be. See, I think I think that'll be the opportunity that I get to live my dream. Old school Arnie fans know my dream. Old, old school Arnie fans know my dream. I'll share it with you now. My dream is to be, like, I don't know, baseball field. So anywhere where dad and his kid are. And dad does something wrong, and I'm there, and dad decides that he wants to take a swing at me, and I get to fucking pummel him. My, my, th- my dream is I get to beat up a dad in front of his kid, and then I look at the kid and I go, that's your role model, and I walk away. Tell me that tell me that isn't Macbethy. I maybe not Macbethy, and that's Shakespearean right there. That's your role model. Oh man. Boy, we're gonna I'm just gonna talk about it right now. Daddy issues for life after that. And after I do that, I'm gonna take Roscoe out to big get the biggest fucking I don't ice cream treat in the world. And I'll tell him I got to live my dream today. Thank you, Roscoe. Thank you. Thank you for playing in this terrible league. Thank you so much for having shitty kids on your team that I could tell they sucked. And then thank you for allowing me to knock out one of their fathers. I know it's a terrible dream, isn't it? Um, is Roscoe going to be the team star or the team enforcer? Uh, yes. You see, You see, Scott, that's a great question. Roscoe is going to be Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe, he could pass, he could he could shoot, and he could fight. That's what Roscoe's going to be. Well, I, we ain't playing hockey or anything like that, but he's going to be all three. He's going to be the guy you don't fuck with. He's going to be the Jordan. He's not going to be a Gretzky. Pussy. Sidney Crosby. Pussy. Not going to be some quarterback like fucking Peyton. He'd be a quarterback like Jim McMahon. A winner. I bet you I get nowhere near that kid when he gets near fucking sports. Um, All right. Happened in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, we haven't had one of these in a couple weeks. Wait a second. I have the most confusing boner I don't know what to do with. Great dream. I want to make a teacher cry in front of her class. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, any of those things. Oh, gosh, yes. And then you look at that class and go, that's your educator. Megan Carlisle, 37 years old, sent some naughty pictures and videos of herself to a 15-year-old and 16-year-old friend. Um, her alleged sexual escapades with underage students happened while she was employed as a paraprofessional in the school suspension monitor in the Elizabethtown Area School District in Lancaster County. Not the, she ain't a horrible looking gal. She's sending over some booger pictures and saying, oh, enough of that, okay. She's sending over, like, pictures of her booger and stuff to 15- and 16-year-olds. The investigation discovered images and videos made by Carla has been sent and shared to unknown number of other students. <laughs> well, <laughs> just real quick. Duh. Of course they have. If you send naked pictures to a 15- and 16-year-old and you work for the school... You goddamn right they're fucking sending them out to every damn kid in the school. Why? Because kids are stupid. Police believe there are a large number of victims in the case. As it stands now, she faces charges of involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, institutional sexual assault, unlawful contact with a minor, statutory sexual assault, and dissemination of sexual materials to a minor. She's being held on $200,000 bail. Do you, do, do you think that she's getting, like, dirty phone calls from the students? Hey, uh, I'll talk dirty to you if you put something on my commissary. Uh, do, do I think it, it's smart for these women to be having sex with these young boys? Absolutely not. I think it's awful. I think it's horrible. Okay, I, I, I'm going to say all the politically correct things here. Okay, first of all, the boys are not scarred. A, a lot of these times, especially if the chick's halfway decent like this gal. If the gal's like 700, if she's like Lizzo, if her belt size is equator like Lizzo, then there's a problem. I can see that. But this gal's sending out pictures, fucking throwing the pull around there. Hey, you want to you, you, you hit me in the backside tonight? You know, and, and, and look here, don't be a dummy. Don't send high school kid pictures. Look, I tell you all this all the time. You send a dick pic to your girlfriend, every one of her friends has seen your dick. I'm just telling you that right now. And that's the woman's side. The guy's side? I, I, I can I, I know for a fact, and I have never asked for naked pictures from anybody, and people, I've never seen any naked pictures. Why? Because I don't want to go in that world. I'm not a part of that world at all. I'm just not. You want to live in that lifestyle? You go right ahead. Hey, man, more power to you. I ain't got to live your life, so I ain't going to tell you what to do. But... If you don't think that those pictures are getting shared, boy, you are dumber than you are dumber than a bag of dog shit. There you go. All right, last story here, and I have a video to share with y'all. It's pretty awesome. Now, I, 
Um, the, the, the end result is not awesome. Um, a woman, 21 years old, is severely injured and unable to speak after flying 120 feet through the air after accidentally hitting a stationary tow truck ramp at high speeds. Georgia State Patrol confirmed that 21-year-old woman was severely injured in an airborne crash where, where she hit, uh, so it, it, there, there's a tow truck. Hold on a second here. Now, now, if you watch this with me, I'm hitting play right now. I was a professional baseball Learning player more. suffering from depression and medications weren't helping. Okay. After a suicide attempt. Okay, here we go. There's the cops on the side of the road. They're, they're watching things. Okay, this gal's coming, humming. Man, oh, man, is she driving fast. Why is this lady driving so fast? At their last 10, 52, 50 rollovers. Last second EMS immediate roll. Oh, my God. By the way, the, 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 the Dixie horn, that, that was my contribution. We'll, we'll take a look at this one more time. Cops are at a wreck. Looks like got a couple people cuffed. Okay, oh, my God. Who's that lady? Oh, my God. At their last 10, 52, 50 rollovers. second EMS immediate roll. Dude, she hit it like the Duke boys. She hit this thing like Cooter had set it up perfectly to jump over fucking Roscoe's bullshit roadblock. They found her sitting in the back seat. She had no seatbelt on. Oh, my God. Wow. And, and, and by the way, as soon as I saw that car in the air, and even the story is written perfectly, she flew through the air in a Dukes of Hazard style, and it was in Georgia? I mean... It doesn't get much better than that. That shit is awesome. I, I, I hope she, you know, recovers and everything. You know, God, you know, God, God forbid she dies. I, I don't want to do that. That's bad. Uh, uh, Christopher just sent me a, a text saying, "God, oh, he was waiting for the end of the show uh, to send this great minds, right? Oh yeah. Oh, and, and as soon as I saw the video, I was like, well, I got to put the Dixie horn on that." Uh, that is going to do it for us today, Ass Family. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you to uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Fantastic, as always. He was a part of it. Thanks to everybody. Look, look I, I, I said so many thanks today, and I, I mean them all. Uh, the Ass Family, you mean everything to me. Um, man, oh, man. I don't even know what more to say than thank you. But we will be back again tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, Ass Family, which, by the way, is Friday, have a wonderful Thursday and adios, everybody. There in my trailer Down at the job site The day that this stranger walked in His face looked so sad And he carried a set of blueprints And as I unrolled them The first thing I noticed Was there were no doors in the plant said if you build this for me then when she comes back 
She'll never be able to leave me again Just be a prison that I locked you in If you couldn't leave You'd never know if there was someone that loved you The way that she didn't before There's two things that I know for sure It's that you can't make a woman feel something she don't house with no doors For a while he was quiet I could tell he was thinking I thought I'd just ruin his day I just couldn't bear to see This man's last hope slip away so I thought real fast And I started talking Said, buddy, we've tried this before And if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way, she'll run And leave you a house with a hole for a door I said, if I didn't she That you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors No, you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.